Head on over to cufflinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum. Cufflinks.com has the greatest products for looking good. They have all the geeky stuff. Man, if you want like a Star Wars tie pin, you want some cufflinks that have the Captain America shield, Game of Thrones, all the sports teams, college sports teams, they have everything to add that little touch to make you look great. So, Look awesome when you step out the door tomorrow. Go to cufflinks.com. Use code DVR20 today. Franco alive in Pittsburgh. Fly, Cowboys fly. Nathaniel loses the Revolutionary War. And another two investigation. Next on Around the Couch. Welcome back to Around the Couch. An NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. And also, I'd like to say, the final podcast that our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com, will have with us. It's been a long, fun road. We really want to thank everyone there at Cufflinks. They're fantastic people. They have amazing products. So you can uh, go out there and Still go to cufflinks.com, even though uh, this is our final episode, our kind of deal with them ends. So I did want to give a shout out to them and thank them as well. So thank you, Cufflinks. But go over to DVRpodcast.com. And if you want to support this adless podcast, (laughs) go to patreon.com slash DVR and become a patron. So let's say hello to our boys. We're going to be talking about... NFL week 16 recap and our week 17, if you can believe it, picks. First off, of course, is the man who's you already heard his voice, the man of the hour, our future Academy Award winner, Mr. Heath Solo. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, brother? Yeah, when I was mentioned uh, to his investigation, I got all choked up, I, I, I know. you know, because it's like the third one and we'll talk about it. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I'm really like down that it's week 17 coming up thank god there's 18 weeks but i I, i'm just i can't believe this year go by so fast so fast uh uh, which means there's hockey and paramount it means hockey basketball and paramount plus that's our future after football is done yeah well for me i am looking forward to formula one it's coming back uh about three weeks after the Super Bowl. But let's say hello to a man who's out on the farm. Are you still under like six or eight feet of snow or do you have heat? How you doing there, Ando? Well, it took about three days for us to get somebody to actually come. We we had like a, our driveway was barricaded with like an eight foot drift of snow for like three days. So luckily we never lost power and now it is back up to, it was 40 degrees today. So the snow is melting. So crazy minute. One thing about Minnesota weather, if you don't like it, just wait a half an hour and something else will be here. So it's actually nice. It was the it was raining a little while ago. So I'm doing well, much better than last week. So perfect. That's nice. And of course, our final compatriot, not from the cold, but from Hotlanta itself, Mr. Brett. How you doing there, Brett? I'm doing great. Yeah. Hotlanta here got down to five degrees Ooh. over the weekend. So I don't know about 
that, but, uh, you know, we, we have four seasons here for the most part, but anyway, I'm doing great. Um, this as you know, you mentioned how fast the season has flown by, which is probably true if you're a Cowboys fan or a Vikings fan. But for me, this <laughs> oh like, no! <laughs> on, this, get this season over with already. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, I'm not. Fun. I'm not it's, far it's been... away from that, Brett. Though, <laughs> I've been sucked back in because of there are so many losses in the AFC this weekend that the Jets are now back in the hunt. And it's I'm almost like I'm halfway kind of annoyed by it because like you like, you know, solo, you talk about it a lot, how a team could just pull your heart out. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, you if you had listened to me last week, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, we're not that good. We can't make and now you're going to hear me tonight and I'm going to be like, Mike White is back, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. White Lotus returns for I, season three. I am excited. <laughs> I am excited. Um, Solo, why don't you take us through our teams? All right. I'm a little upset at myself because, you know, I'm trying not to interrupt as much because I, I, you know, I have a tendency to get so excited. And even when I podcast with Axel, he's got like that one, that pause and that one more important <laughs> sentence. And I'm always jumping on it. It's but when, okay. when Brett, oh, I know, well, we, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd be podcasting with me for over 10 years if you hated <laughs> me. Um, but no, when Brett said the four seat, we have four seasons. I just wanted to say Pranky Valley. I just wanted, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> and I didn't. And I'm kind of mad at myself, but I just said it. Okay. All righty team talk it's okay to jump in there solo one of the first things that axel told me like three years ago or whenever that was when i started podcasting with him was if there's a gap don't be afraid to jump in there and say something so but that's the difference like i'm doing right now cutting you off right now i don't wait for the gap (laughs) i just go cumberland gap it's a (laughs) devil of a gap um okay so i was i got really excited on thursday because I see Axel in his beautiful Mark Astineau jersey mm. getting pumped for Thursday night football because his Jets, Jags are playing. And I'm like, see, this is why I love football. You got a Jet fan who, I mean, it, it's just these, it's an important game in December. And I love seeing my buddy excited. I'm like, that's why I love football. The week prior, when I was about to give up fantasy football and not care anymore, you know that this brought me back and I forever will stay a fan. So let's talk. Unfortunately, I've been high on the jets Axel, because of their defense, but Zach Wilson is just, mm. uh, we got to take him out to pasture yeah. and Don and Brett's land. And, but anyway, so talk, talk to us about the jets, <laughs> Axel. I mean, you know, a lot has happened since this game. This game was a week ago. Obviously, the Jets lost 19-3. to They were never in the, Well, I shouldn't say that. Quinn and Williams came back, had an amazing strip. The Jets get the ball. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell? Are we going to score a touchdown? Of course not, because Zach Wilson is that quarterback. And granted, too, the offensive line is very beat up. Um, I mean, you know, the running backs haven't been able to do much for a couple of weeks now, uh, and they they didn't really get much done. I mean, 
they didn't have have many carries either, which was <laughs> this. I don't know. This game was so strange. Basically, the Jets kick a field goal, and that's all they did the entire game. The rest of the game was watching Zach Wilson do his typical run around, throw the ball, act like he's Aaron Rodgers, you know, with his high school pals. And for some reason, the Jets, uh, Lafleur, the Jets' offensive coordinator, decides, hey, you know. We can't trust Zach Wilson, so let's have him throw the ball a lot. And they only freaking they only tried like f- they only had three uh, rushing attempts in the first half. It was ridiculous. But Zach Wilson c- couldn't do it. The defense held up pretty well. I mean, they only scored nineteen points. Um, the Jags looked great. You know, I mean, look, they got the first pick of that draft, Trevor Lawrence. 20 for 31, 229 yards, no TDs, no interceptions, but also 51 yards rushing and a touchdown. He did very well. They were they played well, but the Jets just couldn't do anything. And then what, in the about halfway through the third quarter, I think after the second um, possession, are your man, I should say, Chris Strebler, the Canadian yeah, Football boy. League guy. And a peg blue bomber, baby. <laughs> and and also, Minnesota Gopher. He's also my boy, too. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, he he was 10 of 15 for 90 yards in about a, a little over a quarter. Zach Wilson was 9 for 18 for 92 yards and an interception in two and a half quarters. <laughs> you can see that, you know, this guy was better than Zach Wilson. He had 54 yards. Right, He made the game fun, but what else is there to say? The, the you know, the defense couldn't hold them well enough uh, to score zero points, which is what they would have had to do to win the game because the offense only scored three points. But now Zach Wilson is out. Mike White is back in. So, so we're getting uh, I think we're getting maybe one more person coming back. I think Mitchell might be coming back for the offensive. Johnny line. Mitchell, Johnny um, Mitchell. the tight yeah, end. Oh, my God. Remember him? I loved him. He was a tank, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, as I said before, if the rest of the AFC that needed to lose had won, I would be saying the Jets are eliminated, but the uh, New England lost, the Dolphins lost, um, the Chargers cemented their wild card spot or their playoff position, I should say. So the Jets actually have a shot going into this weekend with Mike White. So this game might just be, you know, a bad memory, but it was a total wash. It was the worst performance of the year by far. Hmm. You know what? I think, Axel, the Jets missed the boat. You know what Belichick did last year against them Bills on that cold night where they only threw the pet ball three times, ran, ran, or like what, you know, Bill Parcells would do this. He would run the ball a lot, but you know, he'd bring in Ray Lucas and do I think what they should have done is bring in Streveler. Streveler. I would have brought him in more and did the old Tebow like run, run, short pass, play field position. It's raining. Keep Lawrence off the field. And I think this game would have been closer, but they're so into like, oh, we got to give Zach Wilson another chance. It's like, why? He sucks. 
you know, and, and granted, they might not have won the game that way, but I think it would have gave them a better chance. And I, I just don't understand why coaches are so afraid, especially when you're in the Jets position, to just take a chance. What do you got to lose? Zach Wilson's not good. If this was his worst game, that other game against the Patriots was his second worst, and that's even that was terrible too. Yeah, you know, that just frustrates me. I, I agree with that. Um, I almost feel like they are really pushing him now. They, you know, before they were like, let's give him a break, and now they're like, okay, he's in. We're gonna just play like he's the quarterback, which he is, yeah. but he's not, and. My whole feeling about Zach Wilson is, I was just talking to A. Hustler about this. This guy started, what, like a one season at BYU. He didn't play any great defenses. He had a really good offensive line. He had a ton of time. He was never really tested. He's n- he wasn't ready for the NFL. And if, this had, if he was drafted 10 years ago, he would have sat for at least a year. Uh, maybe even five years ago, but that's changed. And now you're expected to come in and start. And he, they should have known he was, a, he was a work in progress. So, I mean, just like with Darnold, he looks like he's playing better now, but are the Jets going to ruin another quarterback? I don't know. But at this point, I was never really into the guy. I don't think he's the future. I think he's played himself off the team. That's the word on the street is that he's done as a New York Jet and he's never going to play again. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be active this weekend. I don't think he is. I think it's going to be White, Flacco, Strevler, or not even Strevler, just White and Flacco. And that'll be that. Oh. And Zach Wilson may never play for the Jets again. <clears throat> well, he hasn't helped himself at all with his maturity no. either. Like his leash may have been a little longer if not for the, you know, not taking credit for his play and, you know, just general immaturity uh, off the field as well. Yep. Well, we'll see. Mike White's coming, so I'm excited. All right. Well, speaking of immaturity, Ando is Vikings, (laughs) the heart attack kids. Another close game against them G-men. Ando, this season for you, my friend, I, I'm i telling you, like, I I haven't figured out what the Falcons season compared to the Cowboys in the past, but Axel's Jets remind me of the 90 Cowboys that finished 7-9, and nine, missed the playoffs because Babel Offenberg was the quarterback for the last two weeks. This Vikings team reminds me of that, I think I've said it before, that 07 um, Cowboys team that barely won games but kept winning. It's like the same exact thing. So, Ando, the floor is yours. I know you've been go plowing through those Thielen flakes and the snowstorm, but you know what, buddy? <laughs> you got another victory. Uh, you know, I think I texted you guys at halftime and I said, well, I'm charging up the defibrillator again because I'm about ready to have my weekly heart attack. <laughs> I mean, that I – this team is even, I mean, it's similar to, like you said, that Cowboys team, but this team is like, I don't think any team ever in history, they're 11 and 0 in one score games. That's never happened in the history of the league. I mean, Kirk Cousins has eight fourth quarter comebacks this year. That's almost, almost half the games he has come back. They've what the heck? I mean, it's, it's the fourth, the they've tied the record for most times winning a game when, when losing starting the fourth quarter. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't, 
it, words just don't even hard to even explain it anymore. Like they're breaking team records and NFL records every week. They, I mean, hitting a 61 yard field goal to win the game. How often does that happen? I mean, Justin Jefferson t- set two big Vikings records this week. He passed Chris Carter for most receptions in a season and passed Randy Moss for most receiving yards in a season in the same game. Jeez. I mean, he needs 209 yards to break Megatron's all-time receiving yardage record. I mean, granted, he probably will because there's an extra game this year, but still, I mean, how often does that happen? TJ Hawkinson, a guy who didn't play with the team and came in halfway through, had 13 catches, 109 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, it's – I don't even know what – the offense can stack up with anybody right now. The way Cousins and Cook and and uh, Jefferson and Hawkinson are playing, I mean – Thielen actually needs to eat more of his flakes. He only had one catch because I think a lot of his I think a lot of his catches are just getting taken away from Hawkinson because Hawkinson and, and Cousins, it's still unbelievable how quickly they have become just an amazing combination. I mean, their defense is still the worrisome part. I mean, any game they're gonna have is gonna be a shootout at this point. I mean, Daniel Jones looked like a all pro, had 334 yards passing, but he also threw a big time pick to Peterson. So I just I don't I run out of run out of words to say about the Vikings. This season is just, I mean, I know it, I know it's not going to last because you can't play with fire for this long and not get burned eventually. I mean, I'm just I've had enough heartbreaks over the years. I'm just, I have learned to enjoy this ride because this kind of season, it doesn't happen. I mean, it's, I'm even starting to enjoy like well, most of the national people, national media, football people just hate this team. I mean, they really hate this team. Like, Sal, cousin Sal, like multiple weeks in a row has said, I can't wait to bet against the Vikings. I hate this team. I mean, like Simmons and Sal this week, when talking about the Vikings and the Giants, they said the Giants are pretty good. I mean, it's easy to put them in the Vikings category, but they're actually pretty good. Right after the Vikings beat the Giants. I don't, I don't, it's just, it's it's insane. The, the, uh, they beat, they ran the gauntlet of the New York teams this year. They beat the Bills, the Jets and the Giants, which, all have been pretty good to good to great teams. So it's, and I, I think it comes down to, to the listening to Lombardi's podcast this week. He fought he's the first guy I've actually heard say this besides myself, who's been saying it on this podcast for like two months. He said, the reason the Vikings win is because their star players make plays when they need to. And that mm-hmm. is 100% what is doing this. When cousins needs to step up, he's doing it. When cook needs to step up, he's doing it. When Jefferson, Patrick Peterson, Zadarius Smith. I mean, all these guys, Harrison Smith, even, you know, hasn't played as much the last couple of weeks. I mean, it seems like every single week, one of their high priced players is coming up big. So it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just fun to watch. I can't really, there's, I could gush on them for hours and, but I won't, I'll spare you guys that. So I'm just enjoying the season. Another fun, fun game, even though it was another heart attack. This game was so fun. I can't even remember. I mean, this whole weekend was like a blur to me. We didn't really talk in the <laughs> beginning about how we had games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and it was Christmas Eve and Christmas. And you know what I mean? And like all that stuff happening. I can't even remember. What, what day was this game again? Christmas Eve. <laughs> okay. Saturday yeah. afternoon. It was Christmas Eve day. It was great. Yep. What a fun game to watch. And yeah, the Vikings heart attack, but. Andy, what was it last year? How many games did they lose by one score? They were they were like one and eight or something last year in one score games. It was like they had like nine losses or eight losses, and all but one I think was a one score loss. So I mean, yeah. it's they easily could have done it last year too. But I don't 
this team does seem different. They actually seem to like each other and they are allowed to take more chances on offense. Like the, the offense really doesn't have, besides Hawkinson, which is a big piece admittedly, but they didn't, I mean, Zimmer's offense didn't really wasn't big on passing the ball downfield or throwing 50, 50 balls. And like cousins has said that multiple times, a huge difference this year is he's, he can throw those 50. He doesn't really throw Zimmer under the bus, but he says, I'm, I can throw those 50, 50 balls. And when Jefferson's the best player in the field, why not throw 50, 50? It was like when yeah. Moss was in his prime, just yeah. throw it down to him. He's going to make the play quite a bit. If it gets picked off, it's as good as a punt. I was, so, thinking, I mean, Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of you solo. Um, oh, and 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 you, Ando, and you, Brett, too, because we're all here together. Oh, come on! Now you just ruined it for me. I got all <laughs> special. Yeah, you're not your special, special solo, but not, not that special. special. But because yeah. during the game, I can't remember which catch it was that Jefferson made, because he makes like freaking three or four amazing catches every game, and um, uh, like I think Perry was like walking by the TV or something. And said, oh, who was that? And, and Lachlan, remember when you asked us, Heath, do kids know like NFL players, you know? Right, right. And Lachlan just shot right back. Don't you, that's the best there is. That's Justin Jefferson. <laughs> he, he, that's fantastic, Lachlan. He was like, you don't know who Justin Jefferson is? And, and oh, I was I like, yeah, this guy, I mean, he's amazing, really. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the Jets have like a guy who could maybe get there. Uh, and that feels weird to even say that about Wilson, but um, not Zach Wilson, the other one. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll get rid of Zach Wilson. So when people say Wilson, the jets, they just think of greatness, but yeah, Justin <laughs> Jeff, it's right. What you said, what that guy said, when it's, when it's time to play, they show up. And that's what you need in the playoffs. You yeah, need big time players to step up. The Vikings have been tested for two years now. They've been on the other side of these wins, and now they're on the good side of these wins. And I'm sick and tired of style points and all this stuff because it's wide open this year. Wins are wins. And if you win these tough games, no matter who it's against, it's the damn NFL. The Texans can almost beat the Chiefs, take them to overtime in any week. So, I, you know, and I've said it before, I won't say with my team because I have more emotion attached, but for an outsider, I mean, the Vikings are battle tested. So yeah. they, why can't they make a run? Who, you know, is Brock, you know, is Brock Purdy better than Kirk Cousins? I mean, he might have a better defense, but, you know, so it just, it's big but moments. Yeah. I think the reason why. Bill Simmons and uh, Sal and these guys hate the Vikings is because they don't know how to bet them because they, you're, there's you're not a good, right. that's, that's you're not probably a good analytic for the, right. for the clutch gene. They seem to just know how to win games. And I think that's a real thing, but it's not easily measured. So that's mm-hmm. why you're seeing them, the point spread always way too low. And all of, you know, everybody loves to bet against them. Because, you know, if the game is played on paper, they should be like, you know, eight and seven or, or whatever. Yeah, the, the metrics don't show yeah. them being this great of a team for sure. And I don't think they – I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I don't – I think they've covered maybe half the time. I don't think they're covering every week. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's not like they're blowing away the odds every time. So – and one score of games, how do you how do you bet those all the time? I mean, that's damn near impossible. But if you're not – I mean, if you're not uh, like – thinking it from a gambling perspective, you're just a football fan watching these games. 
you know, watching the stories unfold, they're the most exciting team in the NFL right now. Why would you hate them? You know what? That's a great point, Brett, because we look at fantasy. We look at just like 90s, just watching your team and reading the paper. And we look at the gambling aspect of this all. And when you are doing well gambling with a team, when they're covering for you, you love them. And when they screw you every week, yeah, you start to hate. <laughs> I believe me, I've been there, and uh-huh. you know my Packer. Those Packers have screwed me in all three phases of what I just said. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well, Brett. So your Falcons—they're the first of our teams to be eliminated from playoff contention. Um, Final, you know. Finally, it's you know, still pretty impressive miserable. with only two weeks left in the season that everybody was still alive until then. That's pretty well, crazy. Sorry. Yeah. You gotta love you. You gotta love this, Brett. So I was out on uh, Monday seeing some old friends and one of my friends, Jay bomb, he's a huge bears fan. He was doing draft simulator already on his phone. <laughs> while we're out. Yeah, well, they're, they're like, three and 12, so I can see. That. I know. I know. But he's just like already thinking of the draft. And I'm like, wait, who the Cowboys get? Like you went too fast. I couldn't find out. The guy. But I was like, oh, B. John Robinson is still available. Let's do it. But uh, so uh, I know it's been a rough year. It, it's it's tough because they out, out, you know, out punted their coverage and were winning. And they were always a game or two behind Tampa, who's awful. Uh, and it's just like, yeah. ah, I know. So the floor is yours. I picked. I think you're the only one who picked the Ravens this week. Uh, we all correct. picked the birds. We all picked the the other birds. And uh, so enough is enough. I should have. Well, <laughs> just the season as a whole. I mean, the Falcons have actually had a pretty easy schedule. They're, they've kind of lucked out because almost every week, I think the the starting quarterback for the opponent has been either a backup or, uh, you know, a rookie or second year player or whatever. That's just kind of how the chips have fallen. And yet again, they avoid Lamar Jackson in this game. But so I think that's why maybe their record is part of the reason why their record's a little better um, is because their schedule. But uh, yet again, this, I mean, even the game, they, they're now five and 10 after this loss. They've lost four in a row or five in a row. And um, yet again, they have a chance to win this game, as crazy as it was. It was almost identical to the Saints game. They fell down big early, fast. They were down 14 to nothing. I think it was 14 to three at half. So I'm assuming they're just going to roll, the game's going to get away from them. And, but yet again, they kind of, the defense stiffens up. They, they kind of fight back a little bit. They just don't have enough. I mean, they're just not good enough to win these close games. They they were inside the the Baltimore 15-yard line four times in the game, and they came away with two field goals. And uh, they were inside the – or they are at the one-yard line twice and came away with three points total. So they were right there. They left a lot of points on the field. They were one for four for fourth down. So Arthur Smith was trying to go for it a lot there. But you know what? They're just not good enough. Um, I I wish the defense wouldn't fall behind so early in these games, but I can't really put it on them. Um, Desmond Ritter, 
looked okay. It's hard. I mean, he his statistically he looked a lot better than he did last week. Uh, what was he? Twenty two for thirty three. 218 yards, no picks, no touchdowns. He still hasn't thrown an interception. Um, but I'm so he looked just watching him, he looked okay, but not, not, I mean, no, no real flashes of, of greatness or anything like that. So I, the, the jury is definitely still out on, on him. And, you know, that's, that's really all I have to say. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you'd buy a you'd buy a beer for him at the Regal Beagle, but you wouldn't take <laughs> care of his tat. You know, that's where you're at right now with Ritter. Yeah, right. Yeah, Algier looked okay. 18 carries, 4.1 yards per carry. I don't know, just just kind of a just kind of an okay game to watch. I mean, they 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 made it within one score in the fourth quarter, but just couldn't quite tie it up there hmm. well hey you know what it is what it is you yeah. probably you might be a couple of drafts away or some good free i mean i mean the common denominator is i mean you need a quarterback and you know and without that they, you know it's tough to win in this league long term uh and so it's about finding the right quarterback you know you had matt ryan for many years and um, you know, he, he was one of the tops and, you know, and it's, it's tough. It's tough to find that next guy. And, you know, I, I again, at least Ritter wasn't a first round pick, so you can right. still work him and see if he, you know, if he gets the opportunity to play, develop him, but, uh, or maybe bring in a veteran next year or something, you know, who knows? I mean, at this well, point, I would be okay if they wanted to draft a quarterback in the first round next mm-hmm. year with that they're gonna have a top 10 pick and you know but i don't know brett I, I, we got to see how he looks in new york if, games. If, if you want zach wilson you can have him <laughs> mm, i don't know about that <laughs> brett wants more than 98 yards of offense <laughs> i think you know what i was um, gonna say brett you're still gonna be in the nfc south next year and rest the rest of that division doesn't exactly look like they're firing on all cylinders either so it may not take much to get over the hump at least in that division well, that's a good point true that's true very good point so there's hope guys there's hope the i mean next birds. year they're gonna have a ton of cap space too so you, a good draft plus plus you know a good uh free agency period and you can turn you can turn things around pretty fast in the nfl mm-hmm. especially like you said ando in a weak division so all is not lost um but for this season it is all right well let's finish up our team recap with my old cowboys they won yet again 40 to 34 two weeks in a row they lost 40 to 34 against jacksonville but beat the the, the, the Eagles, the greatest team of all time, uh, they beat, which is incredible. <laughs> and, and I didn't pick them because I didn't have confidence because of the injuries on defense. And I just wasn't sure how this team was going to respond. But what a crazy game. Uh, it's the first time, other than Kirk Cousins in week two, that the Eagles actually faced a good quarterback. If you look at all the quarterbacks they've beaten. And everyone wants to blast how – the Cowboys couldn't stop the Eagles and Gardner Minshew. Um, great. But what about this amazing Eagles defense that was like the best 
and they look like the 72 Dolphins. They couldn't stop Dak. They had that early pick six, which I was ready to tell. I told my wife, I go, this is going to be a long game. <laughs> I was already done with Dak. <laughs> Throw another pick. And then he settled down through like 12 or 14 in a row. And the team settled down. Granted, they gave up, you know, big plays to the Eagles. And I mean, there was a point there. Those forced turnovers is what saved the game. Uh, I mean, there was a one Duran Bland, the rookie out of Fresno State, who's had like five picks in the last like six games. He like st- stole that pass. I mean, it was just remarkable. And this kid has really stepped up with all our injuries. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I watched the first half at home. Then I had to drive down to El Segundo, which is about a 40-minute drive to my cousin's place. Got there a little less than that because there wasn't much traffic. So I started listening to the third quarter on the radio. And the announcers, I think, were either Eagles announcers or shitty announcers. I can't distinguish both. So I just shut it off. I was like, I can't. So I get there. And then I go down to my cousin's, you know, uh, down to the TV room. And my nemesis is there. My, My cousin's wife's mom. Karen. And I'm like, Oh no, she hates the Cowboys. She calls them the cowgirls. She roots against them. I had flashbacks of last Thanksgiving when she was there the whole time and the Cowboys lost to the Raiders and I had to hear her and hear her. So of course I was hearing her already. I'm like, Oh, I'm not gonna be able to watch this game in peace. Am I? But lady solo stepped up to the plate and was defending the Cowboys. So she deflected a lot of that for me. So kudos to her. Um, but it, w- it was crazy. I mean, that third and 30 to T.Y. Hilton, you know, Dak does a play like that and it's lucky or oh, whatever. If Mahomes or anyone like that would have blew up the Internet, you know, like this is the greatest play ever. It's just like there's a lot of Dak hate out there, which well, is I, crazy. And it's, it's probably a lot that, because he's where's the star. I think that kind of play, too. I don't think Cooper Rush could have made that play. I think that's why you need no, Dak Prescott. No. That's why you need him. Yep. Cooper Rush ain't going to bring you to a Super Bowl. I'm nope. sorry. Especially now with this defense struggling and being hurt, they're going to need to put up points. Now, you'll love this. There was a kid like on my uh, cousin's wife's side of the family. This little kid comes in, and Brett Maher is ready to kick a field goal. And I and I turn to him and I go, he's going to nail this. And the kid goes to me, no, he's no Greg Joseph. And I'm like, son <laughs> of a bitch, did, did Andy send you in here? <laughs> Uh, Greg the leg. Yeah, yeah, the new Greg the leg. I'm like this kid. I'm getting it from all sides. But, but uh, they they came away with the victory. And I know you know people then want to say, oh, the Eagles didn't need it and whatever. But you know what? You know the Eagles got banged up. Cowboys brought it to them. They fought. And this this was a bit. This is a big win because these are the games the Cowboys usually lose, especially toward the end of the year. So. I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to run through and make it to the Super Bowl, but you know what? It at least gives me faith that, you know what, when, when they lost to green Bay and they had to step up against the Vikings and beat them 40 to three, there you go, Ando. I brought it up. Um, and then this one where they lose a tough one to Jacksonville and everyone's writing them off and they come back and win this close game. And it was kind of like a Vikings win uh, again. It, you know, turnovers. I, the only thing that bugged me was, when they're up by three and they got that fumble, they couldn't get that touchdown to seal the game. That bothers me. Same thing happened with Jacksonville. We couldn't, we got a turnover. We couldn't run out the clock. We gave the ball back and they tied it. And then we're up by six. I'm like, Oh geez, here we go. We're going to lose by one point. Uh, and it didn't happen, 
but like that's those things scare me a little bit uh but hey it was a good win uh and uh, i i you know i'm um, Dak is only lost in his career once to the Eagles, I believe. That was in 2019. Uh, so he, Dak has played well against the Eagles. So, you know, bring them on again. I would love to see them in the playoffs, and it would be a lot of fun. So, well, so I got a, I got a good. Uh, there's a great stat that I just came across earlier today that'll make you feel a little bit better. Oh. There, there's only six teams in the league right now that have a winning record against teams that also have a winning record. The Bills, Chiefs, and Vikings are all three and two against winning teams. The Niners and the Eagles are two and one, and the Cowboys are five and one. Their only loss being when they did not have Prescott against the Eagles against winning oh. teams. Oh, so we got some signature wins. Yes. Ah, thank you, Ando. You and know, the Ando, Almighty, you're like my Santa. The Almighty Eagles at two and one have got one win against the Vikings and one against Dak Prescott less. Right. Oh boy. I mean, so been, how, how good uh, are the Eagles? <laughs> I, I, they're good with how many bad teams are on the NFC, but they're not yeah. the end all be all yep. that ESPN keeps saying they are. Yep. So, all right. Well, so that's, that's all I got, teams. Axel. Take it back home. I'm back. I'm back. I'm uh, taking us home. That's what we have to say about our teams. Uh, Andy and Solar are sitting in the catbird seat. I'm hoping for a playoff miracle. And Brett is already thinking about the draft. So, uh, <laughs> we're and not Miller Genuine draft. He's thinking yeah. about the real draft. So, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about the crazy weekend that was, which is like a blur to me because, like I said, Two week, I don't, you know, I always want Saturday football, but then two weeks in a row of it, it's almost like, okay, I'm looking forward to this weekend where there's just football on mostly it's on Sunday, but uh, I really am looking forward to the playoffs. Um, and I think that's really kind of uh, going to become the focus here. Obviously, we only got two weeks left, but Solo, you have some questions. So I got one question quick takes yeah a little quick takes one question for each of you just like a quick rapid fire and then we can get into our picks and really dive into anything we didn't cover uh so btk i want to this question is for you so nathaniel hackett has been fired for the broncos at his first year you have broncos fighting on the sidelines the russ and wilson bathroom debacle um thoughts on the firing and do you have in your little head of yours, who do you think's the next coach to be fired? I do actually. Oh, who's next to be fired? Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to ask me who's next to uh, coach the Broncos. Or that, bring uh, it, bring it to us, <laughs> bring us your knowledge. Well, first of all, I think I think the firing is ridiculous. Um, I, he had no chance this year. Who should be fired is whoever traded for and then signed Russell Wilson. That would be GM George Patton. That dude should be fired, not the head coach. But that's my opinion. Um, now, now that he has been fired, though, because they're in a tough spot for the next few years as long as they have Russell Wilson on the roster. Would you all agree with that? 
Yeah. Yes. Now they believe that they can turn it around, but I don't necessarily believe that. So I have four potential coaching candidates to replace um, Mr. Hawthorne. Number one, this guy has just been recently hired within the state of Colorado himself over oh, the no. University of Colorado. That is one Dion Sanders. Now, now he is a great candidate because he can he he's already in state, so he can do secret interviews. No one's got to know. He's got to drive like an hour south, do the interview, so he could easily say, "Colorado deuces, I'm going to the Denver Broncos." <laughs> Number two, Brett Bielema. Oh, wow. Brett Bielema was Russell Wilson's head coach at the University of Wisconsin. Uh He has, he uh, coached the Patriots defensive line for two years. He coached the New York Giants linebackers. And he's coached at Illinois for two seasons. He is, uh, he's taken the fighting Illini to a 13 and 11 record in two years. But maybe he has the key to unlock Russell Wilson. All right. He has so one more win him. than Russell Wilson has bathrooms in his new house. <laughs> All right. Number three. Quick one, take. Jeffrey Saturday. Nice. Now, <laughs> he's proven himself. He has a long track hey, record now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he says that he wants to prove him that he can be a head coach, even though he has no coaching experience at any level other than high school. So, and hopefully Indianapolis is not smart enough to promote him from interim manager or interim coach. So he should go coach in the XFL, get some season. (laughs) There you go. So, Hey, Denver, (laughs) you're, you're desperate. Saturday's desperate. Let's just merge the two desperate parties together and see what happens. And my fourth idea, Dan Reeves, (laughs) Oh no! A ghost of Dan. Taking, taking a page oh, yeah, out of taking a page out of another Russell, Bill Russell, for the Boston Celtics, who used to be a player coach. Nice. Russell Wilson is a player coach. <laughs> okay. Now, who, who better to solve the problems of Russell Wilson, the quarterback, than Russell Wilson, the head coach? So those are my. <laughs> I love it. To replace, Mr. I Hall. love it. Mr. Hawthorne, you keep saying? Hackett. Oh, Hackett. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd gone to the old Glenn, used to call Eloise Hawking Hawthorne back in the old Lost days. All right. Axel. I remember that now. Axel Foley. Yeah, baby. So we had the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Mm. Reception. Yep. And. You know, we talked about it last week, how Franco Harris passed a couple of days before the anniversary. Um, talk about the comeback. I had I, I picked the Steelers. I think some of us did, except Brett, um, in my, if I'm right, Ando. It just felt like something would be in the air. But then someone goes, I think it was Bill and Sal were talking how, yeah, after about five minutes in that cold, people forget who Franco Harris was, and they're just freezing and, yeah. you know. But um, did you get a chance to watch the game? If you did, did you? What What'd you think? And yeah, kind of some yeah. of your some of your thoughts on the tribute and et cetera. Um, well, you know, this has resulted. This was just announced that Derek Carr was has been benched, right. and he is stepping away from the team for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, he left the team. He left the team. <laughs> so he couldn't be a distraction. Yeah, so he could yeah. because remember, this was the guy who was like crying, like, I'll be a raider till I die. Um like or he should said, I'll be a raider until week seventeen. Yeah. Is what um, he really should have said. But yeah, this game was kind of fun. It was unexpectedly interesting, but really it just the Raiders collapsed in the second half. And they just gave the Steelers every opportunity, which they bungled and bungled until finally, um, uh, what's their names? The uh, the picket and the picket pickens. pickens. Yeah, that, that yeah. was just a straight shot, though. That was quite a pass, though, right? He was just like, wham! And he just kind of walked into it. That was a beautiful catch. They made it look really easy on that play. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't think there's too much to say about either of these teams the franco they're not going anywhere they're done but maybe let's see what are the steelers now what's their record i think they're seven and eight right yeah, they're still they got, alive they're, okay. they're still alive yep seven and eight they are technically guess, still alive you're right now yeah, they I guess need help Axel, right what, what i kind of meant to and i should have been a little more specific not so much about these teams but I mean, you've been a fan for so long, and I don't know, something about the nostalgia of Raiders, Steelers, back to their rivalry in the 70s. Yeah. I just I wasn't sure if you got that feeling, even I though did. it's 2022. I, you know what? I did. Right. I did it was too. a fun game. I didn't think I was yeah. that was going to happen, but it turned into a fun game. Um, and I, yeah, I ended up enjoying watching it. I, I guess, are they, now the NFL is taking, they called it the Holiday Classic. They never called that before, did they? No, no. So are they going to do this every? Is this a new like the you know like the 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 Lions and the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving or whatever? Is it now like are the Raiders and the Steelers going to play? What's the holiday classic? Is it them playing or is it just they're going to try to find two classic rivalries? Like maybe next or year, play it's a like game on. Maybe play yeah, a game on Christmas Day. Yeah, or Christmas that's, night. Yeah, that's what I do. But the only thing it's is, like if, it, Christmas if Christmas Eve. is on like a Wednesday, though, it, yeah. But yeah, there's no guarantee the Steelers and Raiders play every year because of scheduling. Yeah, they can't. But, yeah. but I think there's something they branded, and you're right. It wouldn't be surprised if the NFL come up with a new gimmick and yeah. sell to the shell, you know, the shell station at the gas station where you can only see this holiday classic. You know, the the way they want to make money. So. Who knows? It'll be available on um, your wristwatch, like, yeah, something. But <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, you know, it, the Franco Harris thing was obviously upsetting. I mean, here you have, like, and I love listening to Matt Williamson on um, Peacock and Williamson, the Locked On NFL podcast. And he's a Pittsburgh guy and he does all their radio. And he was talking about how, like, you know, obviously he's doing, like, all these interviews, Franco Harris, blah, blah. And then the, and then he dies. And I guess it was just natural causes. He just kind of, mm. you know, I like get maybe he passed away in his sleep or something. I don't know. You'd like to think, but, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of messed up. You know, it is kind of, uh, but it did get for the, for the, um, throwback factor. It got, uh, like, you know, like Lachlan and myself, of course, too, like wanting to see that play again. And, you know, you think about great catches like that, you know? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's all I got for that one there, Solo. All right. And my last quick take, I got you for, for, An- you for Ando. You for Ando. Go. No, Ando. So <laughs> last year, we had the surprise run of the Cincinnati Bengals. 
People were not even expecting them to make the playoffs. They make the playoffs. They go and beat the Raiders in a close one. They go beat the Titans. They somehow beat the Chiefs, make the Super Bowl, and lose a tough game against the Rams. Are the Chargers the new Mm. Bengals this year? Mm. Well, I think that the – I think they're – I mean, there was a lot of us that predicted the Chargers to do well this year, so Mm. I don't think it's quite as much of a surprise. And, but the way they were playing early in the season, I remember we were all like, God, the Chargers yeah. stink and they're all and but I mean, if you look at it, they're both their wide receivers were injured and their wide receivers are both all pro caliber. They're both healthy. Joey Bosa is supposed to be coming back maybe this week. They they're they're scary. If they're a six or a seven seed, I fear for the one or two that has to play them because it could they could they could do some serious damage and knock people out with the way they're playing, the way Herbert is turning into. We already knew he was one of the top five or six quarterbacks, but he could he might be the best in the league at the end of at the end of it's all said and done. I mean, he's not there yet, but he's he's playing his way into the conversation. They're they're tough as hell. I would not I I hate the cliche of I wouldn't want to play him in the playoffs because it's I think it's oversaid way too much, but I wouldn't want to play this team in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I agree. It, they could be. They're starting to put it together. I do worry about their coach, uh, yeah. but but uh, what's his face Hawthorne? in Cincinnati? Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his face? Not Lafleur. Who's who's the guy that coaches the uh, Bengals? Staley. Oh no, in in the no, Bengals. Um, yeah, the Bengals. Who is the Bengals head coach? It's that guy. Well, that guy's name. John Davidson. Name. <laughs> yeah. John Davidson Hawthorne isn't he related to Denzel? Um, I forget Zach Zach Taylor yeah, Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor oh yeah former Nebraska go. quarterback. Uh, you know he's not said to be a great coach, but when you have Joe Burrow and the same thing with Staley, I mean everyone already had Sean Payton moving in to mm-hmm. L.A. to co- to be the next Chargers coach. So um, it, it should be interesting. It definitely adds for fun wild card weekend, and who knows maybe they can go on a run. Uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just kind of reminded me of the Bengals a little bit, Ando. And you're yeah, right. Well, a lot of people picked them to win it. But the mm-hmm. way they were playing, just like you said, that's why they're more of a surprise. Because at one point it was like, they're not even going to make the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've definitely. And then, and they're they're like the poster child for peaking at the right time, I think. Because like right. there's a lot of talk about the Eagles not not peaking right now. Like they maybe have already peaked. I mean the Chargers still seem to be on their way ascending. Which a good time yeah, to be I, doing I, it. I have a good feeling about them. I, I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, they were my pick by the way for the AFC. Oh, that's exactly oh, what oh. I said in the preview pod. I said they're going to be this year's Bengals. Did you say that? I sure did. Solo. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I love that. I love it when a plan comes together. I know. Face. I picked Herbert for MVP. Oh, oh damn. but you had the Colts beat them. <laughs> nah, they... We we can save all of, all of that stuff for the playoff pod, guys. Yeah, let's, they locked let's, let's it up. They're in the playoffs, so we're going to be yep. seeing yeah, them. And it's they clinch. Be fun. Yep, it's going to be fun. I couldn't. Believe, I could. I'm sorry, Brett. I couldn't believe a lot of a lot of uh, bet experts were taking the Colts plus the four and a half. I'm like, are you insane? Have you watched the Colts? Like I, uh, anyway, we, we had somebody take the Colts on this podcast too. So we'll get to that in a few minutes. Well, he's smoking some Atlanta but, something or other, but but they, like you say, they look good against the Colts. But I mean, they're the Colts, so I'm, I think that uh, I'm not sold on the Chargers yet. I guess is what I'm saying. 
Mm. But yeah. they well, the playoff. That's all you got to do. Speaking of yeah. last year's picks, last week's picks, I should say. Let's uh, move over to Ando's, what do we call this? Ottoman, right? The Ottoman, right? The I don't Ottoman. know how to spell it. The Ottoman. Uh, um, Aaron Ottoman. <laughs> Aaron Ottoman. A dashes. Um, Ando, why don't you tell us last week's results, who's, it, who's in the running overall, and then we can make uh, this week's picks. Well, first thing I got to do, I got to stick up for Brett. Brett did not take the Raiders. He did take the Steelers. Everyone took the Steelers last week. So, okay. but the, uh, oh. we did have, we finally Sorry, had, we had quite a bit more separation this week where the uh, cream rose to the top and the, the, the other two of us sunk, <laughs> sunk, sunk to the bottom of the pool. Uh, solo, I got 10 and six, Axel nine and seven, Brett and I both at a pathetic six and 10 and Solo has now tied with Axel again for the lead. I'm seven games back, and Brett is eleven games back. So it was it was a it was a tough week for Brett and I. We had eleven games where someone was on Revis Island, so there was a lot of I mean oh. a lot of reasons for stuff to move up and down. The bad, Brett took the Jets over the Jags. Brett took the Pats over the Bengals. I took well, you know, on the, my pick here, I'm. I'm I'm not going to blame it on the Jameis and Ginger I poured when we started making picks, but I don't think it helped <laughs> me to take the cards over the Bucks because watching that game, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Well, um, can I just say the Pats screwed me because yes, they missed they an extra point, but the Bucks didn't cover Ando on the five. Bucks didn't cover. Or excuse me, I took the well, Bucks over that... the cards. Excuse me, I had that reversed. I had it wrong. Oh, okay. okay. You guys all For took sure. the cards to cover. Yeah, or cards to. Yeah, I, I I wrote it wrong in my notes. Excuse me. So sorry, Brett. Continue with your Pat's hatred. I just wanted to jump in real quick and say yes, I was on Revis Island picking the Patriots, but also there's no reason they shouldn't have covered when they they missed a field goal that would have made it a three point game. Then they got the ball inside the five yard line and fumbled it as they're trying to score a go ahead touchdown. So you sure the Pats weren't playing the Vikings? Ramondre strikes <laughs> again. <laughs> And, you know, Brett, you, since you're talking, you might as well explain why you took the Colts over the Chargers as well. I didn't do that. Bernard did that. So Bernard had a rough week. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> and then uh, Axel took the – which cost him the lead, overall lead, took the Bears over the Bills. So that, that was the end of our, our bad picks. As far as the good picks, Axel also took the Texans over the Titans, the only one, and the Cowboys over the Eagles. Solo mm. took the Giants over the Vikings, even though the Vikings won. They did not cover. Solo also took the Rams over the Broncos. Hell Brett. yeah, fifty-one to fourteen. You guys didn't see what I saw. Brett took the. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that either. The Ravens to beat his Falcons, the only one. And Brett also took the Chiefs to cover for the first time in what feels like forever on a ten-point spread. So there was a lot of movement up and down. So it was quite. And does it, yeah. any of you guys have anything to say about any of those picks? Um, this is all. There's a lot of numbers and colors here. I'm kind of tripping out. Um, I do want to say, for my obvious, I was not. I was incorrect about the uh, uh, the Bills. I mean the Bears. Uh, but um, yeah, I thought that game would be closer just because I wanted it to be fun. <laughs> uh, that's I think the Bears reason. have kind of packed it in yeah, personally. Definitely, but... I was going to say that. Yeah, the Bears are cooked. They were running fun there, and uh, Justin Fields is a good running back, but 
in the off season, the guy's got to learn to pass the ball better. Uh, 100%. Be, He's good for fantasy, right, Axel? Yeah, but not for real. Not, not for well. real. Um, hey, that was quite a game that Baker Mayfield had. And, uh, you know, Mr. Heath, let's give him a yeah. give, give him a little. I predict I predicted up. the score exactly. Yeah, that was crazy. They just they went off, but more like the Broncos just gave the fuck up. That's really what happened. <laughs> oh, they're a mess. Well, wasn't there some story about Russ Wilson yelling at somebody or having Brett Rippon go yell at somebody or something? What was that about? God, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot so of dysfunction weird. going on. Oh, oh my God, that reminds me. Speaking of what? which, Tom Brady with another fucking comeback and and win the game, the stupid game. Fuck him, but. I forgot to mention it last week, but this was mentioned on a podcast and I read something about it. Remember how the Cardinals GM took a leave of absence from the team? And yes. just about a oh, week yeah. before that, their like defensive line coach was arrested for a drinking and driving. Oh, yeah. The, letting well, I thought people... the drinking and driving thing was a Titans guy, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Maybe it was like letting people drink on the plane or something okay. like that. And then, he, or he was reprimanded. And then it came out that actually the GM, <laughs> that it was a case of my mistaken identity. And the GM had blamed it on the other guy. And Wait, that's what? Why he, I he, didn't. I didn't, you've been laughing during it. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> so basically, I can't. I should have looked this up before I mentioned it, but I just rem, I just remembered about it. So we should all go look it up. But basically, whatever the whatever caused the line coach or whatever to get in trouble, it was actually the GM, and he blamed it on him. And they found out about it, and so they're trying to like kind of cover it up. Now, I don't know if there's been any more investigation into it, but at but that wasn't Arizona though. No, I think it was in. Um, oh, what what team was it? Yeah, I think it was Tennessee, Tennessee when they come back from Green Bay or something. Oh, okay, so yeah. maybe, but I think it's another another thing. I'll 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 figure it out while I'm talking. Well, way to do your research, Axel. <laughs> I like it. It just it was such a funny story. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> okay, figure it out and get back to us. So. Brett, do you or Heath Solo have anything to say about the, the the rest of those games before we move on to picks? Um, I, I was just shocked at the the Packers Dolphins game. I mean, that, that was fun on Christmas. Killed that parlay I had. Oh my God, Tua! We'll talk Tua, about. I guess yeah, Tua. Talk about Tua, is, but three interceptions in the fourth quarter. He I think. just was, and maybe because he was concussed, because they're saying he might have got it in the first half. But he was just throwing right to Green Bay receivers, like it, well, the I, it, uh, it was bad. I uh, th- there's a tweet from Warren Sharp. Uh, he's an NFL guy, and he 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 did some stuff on Tua. And if you look at the tweet he has, the video they it shows Tua hitting his head hard. It's yeah, I wrote this down so I didn't screw this one up. Two forty left in the second quarter. Before that play, and it, he bangs his head hard on the turf. Before that play. Uh, he was nine for 12, 229 yards and a touchdown. After that play, seven for 13, 81 yards and three picks. Yeah. He probably didn't know where the hell he was. Yep. That's kind of what I'm thinking it. too. 
I, you know, because originally my headline was Tua is terrible. But then when this came out and I started like, I started thinking through the game of how he lost that bet. And I'm like, because he just all of a sudden was terrible, especially mm-hmm. terrible, terrible yeah, in that fourth quarter. Yeah, it, like he was throwing a spot. Like he, it, it looked to me like a young rookie quarterback that's supposed to throw to a spot on the field. And he's not even going through progressions and he's just throwing it where he thinks the receiver will be no matter who's defending. And that's exactly what happened for my analysis. And so I was like, why did he, what? It's not like the Packers changed their defense. He was seeing double and probably didn't even know where the hell he was. Mm, and yeah, why, why do you think this is, I mean, Tua, this is, would be his third concussion. I mean, I, I still, that first one, they say it was his back. But that's a bunch of baloney. Yeah. As bullshit. we've discussed. Minimum it's like, is it just, you know, it's just bad luck. I mean, it goes to show you through years of the NFL when concussions weren't even. I remember I was watching an old college game and they're like, oh, that could be his. Oh, no, no. He got hit in the head. Oh, that's good. Like literally a college game from like 91. They were they were relieved. He got hit in the head and not his knee. Um, <laughs> like like honestly, like I think it was like a. Virginia Sugar Bowl and anyway but through the years think about how many concussions were just not reported can you yep. see can you see my finger and it shows you I mean we know that I can't see your finger wait is it we do are we supposed to be on video oh, 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 oh. Those are pillows. <laughs> but you know what That's I mean it's just like video. I feel as much as these guys have gotten paid not as well as they are now but these NFL players what they gave uh, their bodies and their heads oh. and unfortunately oh, and dude. the fact that their their hard sweat and blood and all that is made the nfl Jeez. what it is today and they won't, wouldn't even give them medical for so many years for oh, the veterans of course. i know oh, i hated so that right about i that hated yeah. that it's terrible Ugh. anybody who the nfl is so rich that they can easily easily uh, anyone who is ever signed by a team full medical covers the rest of their life and the NFL could fucking afford it. Yep. They they sure. should be that's the way it should be. But like full-time refs maybe? You know, I'm just saying. The mm-hmm. interesting thing about this to me was that he self-reported it this time because last mm. time they made it out like he did he not He wanted to do go that. back and yes, yeah. Yes. Exa- it was quite the opposite. Um, but maybe what we find out is that he didn't have a choice because like you're saying he was fucked up during the game and he was, and his play dramatically, I mean, it suffered and it was obvious. So, I mean, I don't know. You know how I feel. It's the same thing with fucking, um, Matthew Stafford. He has now, he has like neck and concussion issues. You should just retire. It's not. Yeah. Hey, not worth it. Yeah. it. It's and I even for Tua, like you need honestly, he should not shut it down. Shut like it down for a year. year at least. Like he should take next season. Like honestly, mm-hmm. he's at a super high risk already for health issue, mental health issues, and you know, I mean, dra- yeah. brain injuries. So. The, the replay I saw, he hit he hit his oh, head on the turf. Yeah. But what I don't know if I think because he had already been concussed. It, he was more susceptible because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's how it works. That's that's not. I don't think that. I, mean, I would not oh, assume. I can't even think about your brain time. Just bouncing around. Well, that you know. 
well, that happened to me when I was in high school. And, you know, I played football and then I got in a really bad accident and had terrible head injury, like head trauma beyond belief. And they were saying you can play football again, but the next time you get a concussion or a head trauma, it could really screw you up. And that scared the shit out of me as much as it, it depressed me not to play football anymore. I'm now that I'm a you know middle-aged man, I'm glad I didn't try to, cause I was, I, I was training for my senior year and was thinking about coming back and I decided uh, not to, I decided not to do it. And thank God I did because who knows? I mean, it's just, so it's just, it, that's why when it comes to these concussions and stuff, I have those, I, I, I have those flashbacks and granted I wasn't getting paid millions of dollars. So maybe I would have changed, but my mind, but like the, the, what these guys sacrifice for our entertainment to make the owners shitloads of money. I mean, granted, they do get good money. They could take care of their family's family and, you know, but man, they do give up their bodies. And unfortunately, you know, it's tough because we love the sport, but I hate seeing this happen to good people, you know, these, these well, players who, you, you get know. to the point solo where you're saying what you're saying, and then it makes you think, okay, what's the responsibility? Like the NFL has ignored concussions and they still continue really to not be as up with it as they should, as this is a good right. example of, and others this year. So like, should they step in and say, Hey, listen, there's a limit. Like if you have two concussions in a season, you're done. Like that's the new rule. Like they need, don't they have spotters looking at, they yeah, do, they do. But they so must have missed this one. That, though. They, they have to have somebody looking at Tua every single play. So I don't understand how they missed that. Well, maybe, mm. I mean, I mean, and it's right before halftime. You could have, you know, you don't have to blow necessarily blow the the game, pause the game, but at least at halftime, get them to yeah. go through some sort of test. Well, there's unfortunately, I, I hate to bring it up, but winning and everything oh, like billions of dollars. There's a lot. They, 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 they're like, you, you, can you speak? Okay, go play. Like as much as they want to preach safety, they, the, and these players want to win too. I mean, it's, 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 it's both, it's both parties and not just on the, but when you're so concussed, you got to believe there's got to be someone who can figure it out. Like in the huddle, you know, Raheem Moser should be like, what the hell? What does he say? You know, they, they, they think his teammates would see it, but you know, we're not there. We don't know. He could be quiet anyway. I could don't be know, concussed. But... You could be concussed on this podcast. I think I am right now. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I, think... <laughs> I think I'm concussed right now. I'm about to make yeah, our I picks. Axel's saying like GMs are lying and he's throwing oh, people. Under I the figured bus it and... out. Okay. So what it was, it was something totally different. It was, it was, I'm not even going to get into it, but I was totally wrong and shouldn't even mention it, but I'm probably not going to cut it out of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it was a totally different thing. Um, well, but... what was it? It Do you was, know what it was? I really want to know. This year, a, um, the offensive line run game coordinator, Sean Kugler, was fired from the Cardinals because it was alleged that he had groped a woman at a hotel oh. while they were in Mexico playing that game. He mm -hmm. claimed that it was actually the GM. And if you look at a picture of them, they look exactly alike. And that the team had pushed, had like basically used him as a patsy and, and the GM too, but nothing has come of it. And people are saying that, you know, 
they've there's video of it. But the GM stayed. He recused him. Right. He walked away. Right. But that's why that's, the, that's what made it. But later, exactly. You know, yeah, but much okay. later in the season, the GM. Right, right. But it coincided with him coming out and saying it was mistaken identity and it was really him. So I think he grew up Kyla Murray. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Well, you'd have to have big hands or, or small hands because he's a little bit of a guy. <laughs> oh, All right, let's get to our picks. Hello. About my dumb story. Okay. Okay. Let let yeah. Let's get to the picks. Let's do so, let's do the fun part of the pod. So last week, solo, you missed the beginning of the picks, but last week I had Brett determine the order since Brett was in last place. Well, we have two weeks left, and since. Like I said before, the the cream has risen to the top, and you two are solo and Axel are tied, and there's two weeks left. One of you gets to pick the order this week, and one of you gets to pick the order next week. I have gotten the Google virtual coin flip out. Oh my God. Since Solo had the high points last week, he gets to call it heads or tail. The winner gets to set the picks this week or defer to next week. This is exciting. Solo. Wow, well, call yeah, heads this, or tails? We should make this like a half hour thing. Uh, I'd call tails. I call tails. Tails. I have no the idea. The coin is in the air, and oh, it is. Oh. Watch out, Brett. Heads. Did I win something? <laughs> yes, you get to pick. You want, you a, want free, set the... a free set of steak knives? Yeah, a free oh. set of steak knives. They're high quality. Kinzu. Okay. So what? So do you want? Do you want to set the picks this week? Set the order this week, Axel, or do you want to yeah. wait till next week and yeah. have Solo do it that? Yeah, next, let's go this week. week. Let's go. This right, week. I get okay. next week. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's no. Let's do. Let's do Brett first. I knew you were gonna say that. I just <laughs> had this feeling. Let's do. I don't know why. Ando next. Let's do Solo after that. And then I'll go last. Well, we're still rotating every game. This is yes. Just... Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So basically, it's... so it's hey, yeah, picking the fun. order. It was fun. Picking the order. Yeah, just like <laughs> so, the well, last. That was a, that was that was amazing. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I thought I had to do something halfway fun. So yeah, no. no okay. It was halfway fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I made about thirty-five <laughs> percent. Brett, good. you get to start us off with the Thursday night showdown. Dallas Cowboys are going to play the Tennessee Titans. Dallas, this line has been moving all over the place. Dallas is now favored by 12 and a half. Hmm. Um, That's a lot of points for a Thursday night game for me, especially on the road. So uh, give me Tennessee. Sorry, Solo. No, no, sorry needed. Oh, man. This one, 12 and a half seems like a lot of points. The Titans are not very good, though. But man, you know what? I'll, I'm going to stick with the. I'm going to take the Titans too. Twelve and a half is too much. T- Cowboys are going to win, but it's not going to be by that much. So the Cowboys, they Pollard might not play. Micah, pa- pa- Micah Parsons, Jim, aka Jim Parsons, where he's been playing, um, is uh, he's hurt. He might not play. I I just feel like this is a game where the Cowboys they don't. They're locked into the fifth seed. They really don't need to. I mean, technically, if the Eagles lose out and they win out, I guess they could possibly get the NFC East. But I think the they're going to play to win, but they're also going to play to be to get out healthy because uh, then they're probably going to sit their guys against Washington in the last week to get ready for the playoffs. The t- 
tight it came out today the titans have like nine star or nine players not playing because this game means nothing to them because i guess no matter what happens they play jacksonville for the division title the final week so i guess there's nothing that you can do this week because i know the guys on uh, moving the chains we're talking about if i'm jacksonville i rest trevor lawrence since this game means nothing but um i i just feel like it's 12 and a half is way too much. Yeah, the Cowboys, Malik Willis could. I think what's going to happen, the Titans are going to run the ball with Malik and, you know, maybe not Derrick Henry, but are going to play ball control. And the Cowboys aren't going to be super up for this game short week. I take the Titans and the points as well. All right. Um, I'm taking Dallas. <laughs> see when you do that can we do if if dallas does cover this week axel can you can we just do that every week because they seem to win when you just take them. <laughs> that's um, true i think they i think they got work last week it's 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 prime time baby on amazon they want to prove a point they're gonna keep on scoring baby shove it pollard's gonna have three touchdowns even if he doesn't play, he's still having three touchdowns. <laughs> Even if he doesn't play, he's having four touchdowns. <laughs> I like the way you speak. Oh, let's go to this genius. Oh, man, this okay, game. Okay, next up, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you guys who who's going to win. The Broncos are going to Kansas City where the Chiefs, this is another spread that's been jumping up. Now it's up to 12 and a half. And, you know, I didn't, after weeks of taking the Chiefs on those big point spreads and not covering, I, of course, decided not to take them last week and they cover. And I think they're going to cover again. They're 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 heating up the, they're warming up the engine. They're gonna they're gonna show the league that they're the number one team in the league right now. And Chiefs are going to cover and they're going to blow. This game's going to be a blowout. Um. Yeah. The Chiefs still playing for because you know we got a big Monday night game, so they're still trying to get that number one seed. Uh, Bengals are in disarray now. It always seems like when the coach gets fired, the team plays better. Yeah. But I don't know if the Broncos have it in them, to be totally honest with you. <clears throat> um, the Chiefs should crush them. But, I, I, you know, I, I'm struggling with this one just because of the points. Because I just – we've been burnt so much on these big spreads. But I'm taking the Chiefs. Screw the Broncos. Yeah, this is a tough one. 12 and a half, but the Broncos are terrible. Um, Terrible. And if you think the Rams could beat them 51 to 17 or whatever the fuck it was, right? Well, did I get that right? 51 14, 14, maybe? I gave him too much credit. Yeah, you gave him an extra um, field goal there. You know what? I just, I don't, I think the Chiefs are rolling, baby. Chiefs! Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, give me Kansas City. Nice. It's a clean Brad. sweep. Brett just dropped the mic and is like, I'm out. AI. Hey, before I move like, on, I forgot. I was, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Solo. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I'm just at the point of the podcast where I'm just <laughs> adding fodder to the okay. listeners. Before I move on, I got to give a quick shout out to the interim, new interim head coach of the Broncos, Jerry Rosberg. He played football and is an alumni of the school high school that my wife teaches at currently. Nice. So that was kind of a cool. cool oh, oh, I thought it was John Rathensburg who played Cliff Clavin on Cheers. <laughs> oh. I wish it was John Rathensburger. <laughs> okay, Solo. Hey, Normie. You're going to tell us uh, what happens when the Bears go to play the Motor City Kitties. Oh, Lions are favored by six. You know, the Lions, they really got demolished on the ground 
as you all saw. And, you know, it was too bad because I was rooting for them Lions. I would love to see the Lions in the playoffs. It would be good. It was just good for football to get them in and the turnaround. Um, they need this game bad. Bears, I mean, the Bears are awful. I think the Motor City kids, whatever you call them. Motor City kitties. No, yeah, there you go. Um, cuties or kitties? What did you call No, them? lions, oh, kitties. kitties. Yeah. Oh, God. Gotcha. The cat joke. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big cat fan, so maybe that's why. I'm, um, I'm not either. It's one of the local uh, uh, guys in the Twin Cities is from Detroit, so he, he always talks about the lions all the time, and that's he always calls them the Motor City Kitties, especially when they play like shit. So <laughs> Sounds like an 80s rock band that had one hit. Yeah, um Motor you know, city Motor city kitty. Motor city kitties. Get off the phone. <laughs> Motor city kitty, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Lions. I think they need this game bad. And uh, I, I, the Bears just don't have it. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, it, it bothers me that the Lions lost because the Lions lost to the Panthers the way they did because they're just. They're a good team, but they're not. They're not at that level yet, so they lose a game like this. But I think they take care of business this week. Um, I am going to go with the Lions as well. I think that they want to make they they could actually. I think if they win out and a couple other things happen, they can make the playoffs. Um, I hope that they do. I'd like to see that. And the Bears. Can we? Do you guys have that? Can we? Do we have any playoff scenarios, or you want to wait till next week to kind of talk about that going into? No, the last I think week? it's worth. I was trying to find it online. Does anyone have one? Now oh. the Giants haven't clinched yet, right? So you got the Giants. So what's their record? Are they eight six and I'm one? Looking or at are they... I'll, I'll, uh, so basically, the no, way they... it is in the NFC, no, they... the Eagles. Oh, do you have it, Brett? <clears throat> eight six and one is what the Giants' record is right now. Oh, oh uh, okay. Thought, okay, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. That. They have not clinched yet. Because if they lose out, they they yeah they could get bumped. I think it's pretty complicated at this point, but yeah, it might be the, yep. the Cowboys have that wild card one, and then the two you have the Giants at eight six and one, Commanders seven seven and one, Seahawks seven and eight, Lions and Packers seven and eight. Um, oh yeah. And you know the Panthers and the Saints have an outside shot. They're six and nine, so there is a there there there's a more like the AFC is really pretty much between the Jets, Patriots, and Dolphins. Now that the Chargers have that, but I think it's a it can become a little bit more complicated in the NFC. Yeah, there's it's still pretty wide open yeah. for the last even on the AFC. The Titans and the Steelers are still alive true. too. So that's true. Yeah, because I don't think in the NFC, was it the Lions and Packers in the last week, the only team that face each other of these like five wild card t- potential? So, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, this is a big week. Yep. Okay. All right. Moving on. Up. Brett. So, uh, Brett, is your, uh, your turn to pick on the Lions Bears. Yeah, the, the Lions are going to destroy them. Give me the Lions. Yeah, the uh, see the Bears on a nine-game losing streak. Yeah, they're not changing that. Lions are going to win by at least six. This, yeah, this, that's an easy decision. Okay, Axel, the uh, 
suddenly, well, not so tough. Indianapolis Colts are going to play the Giants, where the Giants win and they're in. Giants are favored by six. Um, Giants are real up and down team. The Colts, though, ain't playing on Saturday. It's Sunday, so I'm picking the Giants. Yeah, I like the Giants big here as well. Give me Giants minus six. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking the Colts. That's just not happening. Giants. Guess what, guys? We're all taking. I'm the taking Giants. the Giants as well yep. because the Colts are bad, and Nick Foles is a reason why he he doesn't play much anymore. He's awful. What a carousel! Uh, they, 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 it's just the Colts are a fucking joke. No, yep. G men. Brett, the uh, Cleveland Browns are going to play the Washington Commanders. Commanders by two and a half. Uh, something tells me Cleveland is going to maybe win this game. I think. So what is that something that tells you? Do you know? Can you reveal to us what that something is? I think it's Deshaun Watson, as much as I hate the guy. Um, and just Washington, I don't know. I just don't get a good feeling about Washington. Well, I'm uh, Carson Wentz is back, and that makes me hop off the commander's train. I think Nick Chubb's going to do for a big game. I I like the Browns here, too. Yeah, I, I said on this pot I would never pick the Browns because of Deshaun Watson, but I'm breaking that chain, as Fleetwood Mac would say. And, uh, you know, Joe Theismann, John Riggins ain't coming through that door. It's Carson Wentz and – I don't like Carson Wentz, and I think the Browns will will take this. Uh, and I'm taking the Browns plus the two and a half. You know what, Solo? Actually, what Fleetwood Mac said is never break the chain. Okay? Oh, that's true. And that is oh. why I will hold that chain for you, brother. I will carry that load because I think that this is a storybook return by Mr. Wentz. He'll have one good game and then he'll be terrible. And I think that the commies are going to win this one by like 14. Um, Wow. I got the the song lyric wrong and the pick wrong. What what do you know? (laughs) Story of my life. Next up, a a game with big playoff implications. The eight and seven dolphins going to the seven and eight Patriots. Patriots are favored by three. And I'm first. And boy, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is starting for Miami. That does not inspire confidence. I somehow I think the Pats are not going to put themselves out of their misery, and they're somehow going to win this thing by a field goal. Patriots. Yeah, I think uh, it's either Marcus Jones or Marvin Jones, whatever the, that speedy D back Marcus. catches. Marcus, it's not even, not even the uh, Marcus Jones. He's in concussion protocol. Man, and, uh, you don't know his so name. I don't know if he's going to call play. him a D bag. Damn, so low. yeah, so it's messed <laughs> up. No, I, I just I've lost all confidence with the Dolphins. I think the Patriots win this and cover. Oh fuck! <laughs> you know, the best shot that the Jets have of making the playoffs is winning the next two games against the Seahawks and the Dolphins, and the Patriots losing one of those games. I'm hoping because I think that the Patriots play the Bills in the last game, right? 
Um, but I think that's going to have it in front of me. I think so. I think it's going to matter. So, ah, Lordy, Lordy. I don't want to do it because I think they've been fucking up so much, but don't break the chain, Axel. I'm going to Belichick is going to break me because I'm going to pick the Patriots. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, but, but Bridgewater, you know, I don't know. He's well, Bridgewater waters. played some in that game when Tua got hurt and in that Vikings Cincinnati. Game. Teddy did not that he I love Teddy, but he did not look like the Teddy of old. Yeah. At least I that's what back when he played in that Vikings game. It's troubled waters. Bridge over troubled waters. It's gonna Bridge be water. I like New England minus three. AI. AI. Solo's up. Okay. I already Solo. picked. Oh, oh, the New, New Orleans gotcha. Saints are going to Philly. Eagles by five and a half. Ooh, New Orleans visiting the greatest team of all time. Hmm. Mm. I would love to see the Saints Taysom Hill them and beat them, but it just it, it ain't happening. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Eagles minus the five and a half. Uh, Saints aren't good. Uh, even though they beat the Browns in freezing cold weather, Browns ain't good. Uh, I can't see them. I can't see them covering. Um, Give me the birds. Solo. Yo. Do Hertz isn't playing. The Eagles don't. They already won the bye, right? No. Oh, okay. That's right. The Vikings are 12 and three. Okay. So the Eagles need this game. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes okay. and no, but yeah, they kind of do actually. Because now, well, Who this would play? be the last week they play the Saints because oh, the, they did beat week. the Vikings. Oh, uh, God, I don't know. Um, I don't have the schedule in front of me, as I said before, um, and I'm not that smart. Um, but they did no, beat no, the no. Vikings. <laughs> they beat the Vikings in week two, so they have the tiebreaker. Against and the Vikings. Technically, the Eagles have not won the East yet either. The Cowboys can still win it. Yeah. Like I said okay. before, the, the, if the Eagles lose out and the Cowboys win out, I believe the Cowboys would win the East. Um, the Eagles play at home against the Giants in Week 18. Yep. Um, Ooh, that's interesting. That could to... be a nothing. Mm, that's interesting. Or it could be an interesting game, right? Or um, it could be interesting, yeah. I'm going to take the Eagles here. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. Is it my turn to give you up? Five and a half is not enough. Yeah, the the Eagles are one sack away from breaking the NFL single season sack record, also held by the Eagles in 1989, and they are going to absolutely, and they've had six sacks in four straight games, which also ties a NFL record. uh, They're going to destroy... Andy Dalton, and it's going to be ugly, and the Philly will easily cover this game. Axel, the seven and eight Jags are going to the suddenly red hot two twelve and one Texans. Jags by <laughs> four and a half. Well, the Jags are red hot, and uh, I think that they will mess with the Texans. And defeat them by five or more points. Jags is my pick. 
I also like the Jags. I think I think this is a pretty good line, but uh, I have to choose. I'm going to pick the Jags minus four and a half. Yeah, I swore off the Jags a few weeks ago. I think I've sworn off the Jags about five times this season, and then they keep sucking <laughs> me back in, and I'm doing it again. I'm taking the fucking Jags. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder, will they? Would, would the Jags pull their starters in the second half? Are they going to play the full game? Because it does, again, I know Doug Peters saying we will go play in our guys. We want to win. So, you know, that that's the thing that's kind of messy. Uh, eh, what the hell? I'm going to take the Texans plus the points. A little Revis Island for myself. All right, Brett. The uh, NFC South showdown. Panthers are going to Tampa Bay. And Tom Brady is favored by three. Ooh, good game. Ooh, what a fun game. <sighs> the Panthers are, are much more likable than the Bucks. Um I don't think the Bucks should be favored by three here. I could see them maybe favored by one or like a pick 'em. So I'm gonna definitely take Carolina in this one. Yeah, after suffering through what may have been the worst overtime game in league history last week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game was awful. Mike Tirico, even in the middle of the game at the end of the third quarter, said, what's the point? This game is – this third quarter was pointless. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's – Slow motion. It's it – oh, yeah. I, and the Panthers running the shit out of the ball last week. Two guys, 100 yards in the first half. Rushing, 300 in the game. I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, yeah. Bucks aren't good. Panthers are okay, but I, I, you just can't take the Bucks laying points anymore. I mean, if, uh, if the guy's name wasn't Tom Brady, if it was like Phil Andrews, I'd be like, no way, I'm taking the Panthers. Well, his name's not Phil Andrews, but I'm still taking the Panthers. <laughs> Sir, I know Phil Andrews, and you are no <laughs> Phil Andrews. <laughs> um, but you know what? There's only one man alive who hates hanging out with his kids more than anyone else and is going to piss off the entire NFL by making the playoffs. And his name is Thomas Asshole Brady. I'll take the Bucks. Ooh, a lot of Revis Island for Axel this week. Um, <laughs> you know... How happy was Tom that he was playing Christmas night <laughs> he was on the road in Arizona? He, didn't even he was know so it was happy. Christmas. Dude, he was so happy. He's like, ah, I could chill out in Phoenix for the night. You know, maybe take my own plane back, go to somebody's wedding. You know. Okay, next up is our last early Sunday afternoon game. And it's a it's a doozy. The four and eleven cards. Oy. Going to Atlanta to visit Brett's five and ten Falcons. Ooh. Falcons by three. It's Desmond Ritter time. Well, I, I, I'm going first here, and I, oh, the Cardinals are on the other end of that overtime game against the Bucks that I just called the worst thing I've ever seen. And man, they look they look so bad, and they look like they didn't want to be there. The Falcons, I think, are at least going to try. So I, the Falcons win by a field goal. Is it my turn to make the pick? Um, well, Neil Lomax ain't coming through that door for the Cardinals. And uh, 
Billy White Shoes Johnson ain't coming through that door with the Falcons. Uh, I know Colt McCoy is coming through that door because he's going to start. So no Trace McSorley. Um, God, I, what's the spread again, Ando? Three. Falcons by three. I'm going to take the points just because I have no faith in either of these teams. Give me the Cardinals plus three. Because Falcons screw me every time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is a tough one. Wow. Um, some people may call this the Super Bowl of not great. Teams. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Who are uh, those people? <laughs> people who are on crack like myself. Um, I am going to take the Falcons here. Even though that's I, I I don't know this might be a tie game. Me and Act, someone's going to be in first place by a lot. <laughs> well, not necessarily. We could go back and forth, I guess, because we are picking different games. Follow. I like it. Brett, Brett, Brett you're up. Brett, Rip. your team. Brett, Brett just decided he's like, screw this. I ain't picking the Falcons. Like, Nobody. Sorry, I cut out there. <laughs> uh i i really don't want to take the falcons but give me the falcons minus three good brett <laughs> good for you take your fucking team man okay solo the first in the afternoon games on sunday the rams are going to play the chargers chargers mm. by six and a half well they play in the same stadium which is good yep um i'm i'm, I'm riding with the bolts i i think the Rams aren't going to – I don't think they'll be able to contend with them. The Chargers – now, the Chargers have clinched, so mm, – yeah. but it would be the last week where they'd probably rest Herbert and stuff. So, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Chargers. It's the battle for L.A., and the Chargers want to make a statement. Give me the Chargers, minus six and a half. Now, if – the Chargers are currently the sixth seed. And if they stay there, it looks like they might play Cincinnati. Do they want to stay there? Do they want to lose this game on purpose? No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to pick the Chargers. <laughs> I don't think Baker may. I was just pretending like I had some intricate playoff thing happening, but um, I don't think that was that was quite a quite a game that the Rams had. But I, I don't th- I don't know. I heard on a podcast today. You know that guy Joe Beningo, who used to be on the Fan. He's like a famous Jets fan too. Um, he was like the Jets should look at uh, Baker Mayfield. Hey, he looked really good on the Rams. And I was like, I'd shut the thing off immediately. I was like, no, thanks, dude. I'll take the Chargers. And they pay him to be on the radio? Hmm. Well, not anymore. (laughs) He does podcasting like us. Okay. Well, good luck. (laughs) I don't know what his Patreon is, though. (laughs) He's probably better than us. I think he took cufflinks (laughs) from us. (laughs) You know, I'm going to be the lone dissenter on the Chargers bandwagon. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm, I can't go away from the Chargers. They impressed the hell out of me last week, so I'm sticking with the Chargers. I, 
I'm using my switch. I'm going with the Rams. Six and a half. Ooh. Brett convinced oh. me. Yeah. You get convinced by Brett, and he's in last place. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, you but I got back, you, Sean. Yeah, that's he, right. Some, you have some sort of hold on Axel, Brett. Hey, because I'm a Jets fan. He, like, I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think, no, I I think you're just, dog. you love BTK's mind. AI. <laughs> Okay, before I get into before I get into this next uh, matchup here, going into this season, since, since the Super Bowl started, there's only been one quarterback with multiple passing touchdowns and a hundred plus passer rating in his first three starts. His name was Dan Marino. There's also only been one quarterback to go three and zero in his first three starts. His name was Kurt Warner. Now we currently have two of both of those because Brock Purdy has been added to those lists. Mm. Axel. 49ers are going to play the Raiders. The Niners are favored by 10. Well, who are the Raiders playing at quarterback? Who is uh, replacing Jared Stidham? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, this line jumped by like four points overnight. Yeah, Yeah, I wish I would have taken it before. It's 10 points, and I think the 49ers are thinking, hey, let's have – Let's go out there and have a fun practice, boys. (laughs) I'm going to take the 49ers. Is it Brett's turn to make his pick? I seem to be the only one laughing at my jokes tonight. I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still chuckling occasionally. Um, occasionally. <laughs> I'm not going to give you yeah. too much credit. If Ando's not laughing at your jokes, you're up shit's creek. Because <laughs> done. He's our exactly. Andy Richter. <laughs> Do we still have Brett? Brett and Leopold? Still He's still there? in the chat, Brett, or in the on the call. It looks like um, Brett, are you there? I'm going to go with the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Oh, Raiders. oh, he just he just came out from under the covers and took oh, the Raiders. Up from the thirty-six chambers. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking oh, with know. the I'm sticking with the 49ers. I can't I can't bet against them right now. They're they're one of the hottest teams in the league. 49ers. Yeah, the Niners, they're still fighting for that two seed. Uh and uh, you know, the Raiders without Carr. I know Carr hasn't played well, but Stidham ain't gonna freaking light it up. Give me the freaking 49ers minus however it is. Minus 10. Yeah, I'll take okay. it. Okay, Brett. Tell me why the Packers are favored by three at home against the Vikings. Um, I can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Vegas hates the Vikings. People that People don't know how to bet the Vikings. I don't know. Um, give me the Vikings. The most exciting team in the NFL. Plus nice. three Okay, well, the uh, Kirk Cousins is, I believe, 4-0, and or has won four in a row against the Packers. It's either three in a row or four in a row against the Packers. The uh, Aaron Rodgers is 15-0 in December since Matt LaFleur became coach. Oh, Kirk has won his last three. Excuse me. The last time the Vikings played the Packers was in week one. The Vikes, their only win of the year that's not by one score, 23 to seven. Hmm. JJ had 184 yards and two touchdowns in week one, and he's playing better now than he was then. Jefferson is going to do what Randy Moss did to the Packers in 1998. Vikings win, and they knock the Packers out of the playoffs. Nice. I like You this. know, I like it. 
the Packers screw me every freaking in all ways to Sunday. I hate them. You know, they beat the Bears, the Rams, and a concussed Tua. And now they're favored against the Vikings. Vikings are going for blood. The Vikings win by 10. I'm taking the Vikings. Well, you know what, folks? I mentioned a gentleman just a few picks ago by the name of Thomas Asshole Brady. <laughs> and he has a partner in crime. And his oh, name no. is Aaron Dickhead <laughs> Rogers. Yes. And these two motherfuckers will not go away. We want to see everybody. Everybody I talk to is like, you know, it'd be a great Super Bowl. We see Mahomes and Hurts or uh, freaking um, all the young guys. I'm, I'm too stoned to remember people's <laughs> names right now. <laughs> all these young guys. Jack and Herbert. That, yeah, all these. Right. But no. Who's it going to be? Who who wants to keep? We got to fight. I, I'm picking the Packers in this game here, folks. That's right. I think so, the Packers are going to win this game. All right. Ando, question for you. Yes. Um, I know you're, you're, you're not afraid of this week, but if it were to work out, well, I guess if, if you beat the Packers, you're out of the playoffs, right? So I, th- I think that, yeah, completely knocks them out, I believe. If they have, to, they have to win out to get in. If by God's grace, the Packers do win, they beat Detroit and make the playoffs, and the Vikings would have to play the Packers in the first round, how s- would you be scared? Would you be, would this be like your Cowboys Eagles where you're not going to be able to eat feeling flakes for a week and, like what? What would be your mindset going in? My mindset would be bring it on, because if the Vikings are legit, I want them to bury the ghosts of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I, I like I, it. I want it. I w- I would love the Packers in the first round. I want it. That's, you know what? I like it, and I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, let's go to another one of our teams. I'm going to go first here, and both teams fighting for their playoff lives. The 7-8 and eight Jets are going to the 7-8 and eight Seahawks. The Jets mm-hmm. are favored by one and a half. Well, the Seahawks, when I was reading about the game against Kansas City, Vikings cast off Laquan Treadwell was number two in targets. Oof. The Seahawks, are, they're down. They're hurting. And the Jets have... Mike White back, so I'm taking the Jets. You know, going into this whole shebang, I was like, well, you got to take the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks are at home. You got Geno. Oh, Geno against the Jets. I like this. This mm. former team. So I am still going to take the Seahawks, even though I'm rooting for the Jets for Axel. Sorry, Axel. I'm taking the Hawks, but I'm rooting for the Jets. You do it every time solo. I think you're tricking me, but you're not. You're taking the other two. Um, Well, you know what? Gosh. Um, Mike fucking White is back, but he's – how are those ribs? How long is he going to stay in the game? You should know. You're a ribs expert. Actually. I know. That's true. Actually, I should eat ribs on that. Maybe it's... Wait. Do it. Do was it. Was I eating ribs on that week that he got hurt or not? I think I was. Okay. Um, I'll eat some ribs. This is... A, the Jets have to win out. Uh, the Seahawks have to win out. You got the Geno story, but that's kind of long ago. He hasn't been on the team for like six. We've played him before. Um, he was on a couple other teams, I think, that and he played the, against the Jets or got in the game. But um, I got to take my team here. 
I, I, I just, I just gotta hope that somehow it's Mike can, White, baby. Yeah, it's Mike White, and they can White play Lotus, like they were playing earlier this year. Maybe get some, maybe get a defensive touchdown. Maybe get a break in the special teams department for Ooh, once. I like it, and uh, you know, yeah, I, you know, if I didn't hate driving uh, on highways for long periods of time and sitting in crowded places with people yelling and screaming, I'd go to this game. I could, so basically, you don't want to go anywhere. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stay in my house and do this now, podcast. Now, Axel, let me ask you <clears throat> if, okay, let's just say in a few yeah, years I make big money in mm-hmm. my movie career mm-hmm. and I get a luxury box. Would you come to a game at a luxury box? Most definitely. No, I, <laughs> okay, I would go okay. to a game. I, 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 I think it about, I definitely, when uh, we move to uh, Eugene, take Lachlan to a college football game. He'd nice. Like, yeah, he would. I'll just wear some earplugs and, or maybe I'll just bring a musical instrument so I can play along with the never ending fucking bands. <laughs> That's part of the charm. Axel. Dude, this, when I used to go to the vet to see the Cowboys play the Eagles in the nineties, mm-hmm. we went to this Monday night game. I think it was in 92 where it was like undefeated Eagles against undefeated Cowboys. Like it was early in the year and the Eagles killed them. Uh, it was when Herschel Walker was an Eagle. Um, but there was this guy behind this big fat guy and he had one of those, I don't know if it was a Vuvuzela or whatever it's called. Oh, the, he, yes. kept, he kept blowing into it after every play. But the funniest thing is he would try to play along when they played music and he was trying to do the Mission Impossible theme and he <laughs> choked on himself. Like he was going, dun, 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 and he like started choking. We thought he was going to die behind us. Anyway, just <laughs> wanted to tell you that story. Vuvuzela. Am I allowed to pick now? <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Sorry, BTK. That was perfect. All right, well, I like the Jets to yes. win this game, 17 to 16. Unfortunately, that's just a one-point victory. Oh. Give me the Seahawks. Oh, oh wow. that was oh. worse. That was worse than my fucking around with Axel. <laughs> yeah, you great. literally AI. like dug the, the BTK AI pencil in his eye. <laughs> AI. That's this is sad AI. AI. So wait, who has who's picked everything? I picked the Hawks. Brett picked the Hawks. Would you pick Ando? Excellent. I picked Jets. So, okay. So it's me and AI against, okay. Because I was thinking about reversing my pick. Don't do it solo. So I'm not going (laughs) to do it. Don't do it. Don't you break my heart. Don't do it. No, I'm staying back. Okay, solo. Sunday night football. This game was flexed into Sunday. Seven eight Steelers at the 10 and 5 Ravens. Ravens are favored by two and a half. Now, this isn't your mommy's Steelers and daddy's Ravens. Um, I'm assuming Lamar is not playing, or is he playing? They haven't announced it yet, no. but it's okay. unlikely. He hasn't practiced all week. This game's often close, except well, except for that last one, I guess. It wasn't that close uh, spread-wise. But <laughs> you know what's funny? Even though the Steelers came back and won that game against the Raiders, it felt like pulling teeth for them to get, yes. to get down the field. It, sure it was did. like, oh my god! And I needed them to 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 continue that parlay, beautiful parlay I had. 
and that the Dolphins screwed up for me. But like it was like so like slow mo, like pick it to Fryermuth barely gets the first that you know, it's just like it was awful. Um, what's the spread again? Uh, Ravens, Ravens by two and, and a half. half. Yep. You know, I don't like this Ravens team, but they keep winning. This game is in Baltimore, you said? Yep. I guess, uh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I in a weird way, I like this Steelers team, but they're not super excited. I don't like this Ravens team without Lamar. <sighs> Can I pass and pick at the end? No, I'll, I'll <laughs> take the Ravens minus two and a half. No, you know what? I'm taking the Steelers plus two and a half. Give me the Steelers. I don't think the Ravens are going to sweep the Steelers. Steelers are going to win this game. Um, my first question is, why did they flex this game into Sunday night? Seriously. Um, I, All rivalry. I, that's see, it. Because if the rivalry and they're both still alive, I don't know. Yep. How well, I are. also think that they wouldn't, they would have done the Jets Seahawks if it was in East Coast, they might, right? They might not be allowed to. You know how certain games are protected? True. Yes. Yep. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, I could be totally wrong. No, I think um, you're going to be right about that. because I'm guessing you're right. Because, like, Vikings-Packers would have been flexed. But I'm sure Fox or whoever has and, that game has locked it in. And the implications. What was of, the game? Sorry, Axel. What, do, you, do you guys remember uh, what the game was? I think was? it was Rams-Chargers. Yeah, yes, it was. Right. Oh, my God. The Chargers, like, the Chargers have been on primetime, like, it's a better weeks, game. So. I'd much rather see the Rams and the Chargers than the Steelers versus the Ravens. But Shit. you're right. Jets Seahawks would have been. Oh, yeah. I would have. I would have ordered ribs for that game. Oh man, I got to get some ribs. I had one today. Um, I am not really. The Ravens have already uh, shored up their playoff position. Correct. They still can fight for the division, I believe. But yeah, but they've they're clinched. in the playoffs. They are yep, in. They, the playoffs. they are in. They have yes. not clinched the division yet, though. Okay, so they do want to win, though, and the Steelers could possibly, maybe, get in there. So this is a game of playoff implications. Um, gosh, the rate the Steelers just looked awful. It's like I'm going to pay. They I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, they uh, did. Who, did, who did the Steelers play last weekend? The Raiders. Oh, that's right. That's the right. Immaculate reception. The holiday classic brought to you by a Christmas story Christmas, which I loved, oh. by the way. It was nice. good. You know what, Solo? I was just watching that, and I was saying to Perry, I kind of respect the way that they didn't just ape the first one. You know what I mean? Like, they could have just, like, concentrated on the kids and made it like the kid had a secret decoder on his phone. Yeah. Or something. You know what I mean? Like they could have updated it like that, but instead they just told like a different story. And I, really I mean, they referenced it. it well. Yeah. And I yeah. think the second half of the movie was really good. Yeah. It took some time to get used to, but I really enjoyed it. I was like, if you're going to make a sequel, yeah. this was the right one. Yep. Uh, it was like are a we, are we, little story. Is Brett trying to make a pick right now? So yeah, I'm, am I allowed to pick now? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, every man. time you need to say that from now on, Brett. <laughs> At least when you're following Axel. The following Axel and Solo. They just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we just take over. <laughs> Give me Baltimore in this game. Give me Baltimore minus two and a half. Good job, Brett. See, 
he's so Axel's so confident when Brett picks this pick. It's amazing. <laughs> I just can't get over how confident Axel is when Brett's on his side. He's a computer. Oh, that's all, I like that's all right, Solo. I'm, anything like I'm it. going Team Solo yeah, here. I'm taking the Steelers too. Oh, all right, good. Damn. I really don't like the Ravens without Lamar, and I. The Steelers didn't play great, but the Ravens are not exactly lighting it up either. And I don't know. Plus, just... it was so freezing. I mean, that game was so cold. It's Saturday night at like 11 p.m. and it's like minus yeah. ando. Yeah, exactly. So, Axel, the last game of the week, you get to start Monday night, and it's the game of the week for a change on a Monday night. Potential, probably a playoff matchup. We are going to see again in a few weeks. Twelve and three Bills going to the eleven and four Bengals. Bills are favored by one. Well, you know what, man? This is this is definitely the game of the week. What a great matchup. Oh, man, just thinking about it. What a fun game. Josh Allen. Love that guy. And that's why I'm picking the Bills, baby. That's all I got. Josh Allen time. Kellum. Light yeah. it up, baby. You can speak, Brett. This is going to be a fun one. Give me B-I-L-L-S, Bills yes. minus one. Oh, let's see. Josh Allen. Since the bye week in week seven, he's 31st in completion percentage for quarterbacks. The Bengals' defense is number one in lowest completion percentage allowed. Bengals have also beaten two top 10 offenses, Kansas City and Miami. Bengals are going to win this. Oh. Wow. Well, I've been on the Bengals train. I just love what I see. I know the Patriot game. that It's like they let up and it got a little weird. But honestly, Bengals at home, I, I love the Bengals, Ando. I'm with you. Um, I, I, I tempted to go Bills, but I just like I Bengals. I like what I see. Do you hear what I hear? Maybe, but do you see what I see? Hell yeah, I'm going the Bengals. I didn't like what I saw in the second half against the Patriots. They were shut out. <clears throat> yeah, they were moving. They were up twenty to nothing. They were moving on to that Monday night game, and they let up. Okay. Well, let me tell you something that's not going to let you know. up this week, fellas. <laughs> Solo and I are tied for the lead, and we have disagreed on 10 of the 16 <laughs> games. Ooh. That is exciting. <laughs> well, that but is if we exciting. go like five, but if we go like five and five, it's like a wash. That's what's going to yeah, happen. I know. Yep. I know that's but it does leave a, 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 a like a, a, a bigger percentage of a chance. For, yeah, something for crazy could happen. Yeah. That's Imagine, fun. wow. Imagine if, like, you go undefeated, Axel, and forgot to place the bet, the $1 bet. I know. And you. (laughs) I'm getting excited. This is going to be some good football. We're getting into playoff time where it really means something. Um, And I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see who, you know, this is about the time of the year where you get some running back or some quarterback who hoists the team on their shoulders. I don't know. It's going to be fun, guys. Well, listen. I'm going to go PP and I'm going to hand it over to Brett. Oh, do I, do I have a onside kick? 
Do you uh, have so, anything you want to mention before you go pee? No, we covered, we really covered a lot of what's going on. I mean, I think that little thing that I just said is I'm just getting excited for the playoffs. You know, I like the, one of the reasons why I like the playoffs is playoffs. It's playoffs? sometimes the NFL on a Sunday is like too much for my brain. You know what I'm saying? So when you just have one game that you can concentrate on and everybody's talking about that one game, it make it makes it a lot more fun for me. That's all I got on 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 my onside kick. You guys agree? No. Disagree? I disagree, and then I agree. <laughs> so okay. what I mean is, <laughs> I enjoy for some big revelation. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it's weird because it's like it's like. Baseball is like my favorite sport when it's the spring, but when football comes around, it's my favorite sport. Like I love all the games, but it can be overload, especially yeah. we're getting to week 17. It's like fatigue. Cause there's so many bad games. Exactly. Now we get marquee matchups and we get to focus yeah, on those. Yep. Yeah. So I actually do agree. I'm, you know what, as much as I'm going to miss football when it's gone, I'm ready for it to, to get into the postseason yep, and get this shit going. So I'm with you, Axel. Good onside kick. We Can I add something it. to the onside kick real quick? No, you're not allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> of course, Brett. Um, my brother Vance sent me this because I, we were... Oh, you got a brother uh, Vance? That's so cool. Yeah, I wish I had a brother Vance. He's pretty cool, too. Um, oh, shout out to he's Vance. A big listener of the show too. So oh, I love Vance. you, Vance. That was freaking yes. cool. I used to love Vance Johnson for the Broncos. That's I love that name. name, Vance. It is. I wish that was my middle name. Can it be um, Heath Vance Solo on the pod? Can we do it? No, <laughs> that could be your next. There's only one. Yeah, there's only one Vance, and that's Brett's brother. We love you, Vance. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, I was with him on Christmas, and we were talking about how terrible the, the games were on Christmas. And I was like, man, I wonder if the TV ratings for the, the NBA games are going to be stronger than these oh. games. has <laughs> kind of taken Christmas as its, its day. Well, he sent me the stats on that. The answer is the NFL is still king. Packers mm. and Dolphins, 25.9 million. Broncos, Rams, 22.5 million. What? Bucks, Cardinals mm -hmm. 17.15 million viewers versus the NBA games. 76ers, Knicks, 4 million. Lakers, Mavericks, 4.3. Bucks, Celtics, 6. Grizzlies, Warriors, 4.7. Suns, Nuggets, 2.5. So basically a factor of like six times more wow. people. The crappy NFL games versus all of the playoff caliber NBA teams playing yeah, against the prime games, yeah. On uh, Christmas, so there's your answer to that question. Wow, though, Vance has got it. Bring us TV rate. I like TV ratings. Vance, bring it each week. <laughs> we'll call it the Vance section. All right, I like it. I like it. Mention it to him. <laughs> I love ratings, <laughs> and you know what? And on Christmas Day. Four people listen to our pod, and then one million people listen to. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, it's time. Yeah, we've it's, got at least six listeners solo. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> plus Vance, plus Vance. Yeah. Um, he lives on love seat, on love seat. All right, Brett, it's college corner on the love seat. 
what do you well, got for us? I got to say, uh, I've been looking forward to this all season, man. We're, we are approaching the playoffs, baby. It's still a field of four, but hey, it's the, the playoffs that we got. So um, you got Michigan TCU. And you got Georgia versus Ohio State as the two semifinal games. The Georgia-Ohio State game, that's like one of the biggest games I've been looking forward to for years, I feel like. They actually announced about a year ago that Georgia and Ohio State were going to play a home-and-home together in like 2029 and 2030 or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this eight years in advance. Little did I know, a year later, they would be playing each other in the playoffs. That's when, like, Luke will be the starting quarterback for Ohio State or something by then. Yeah, if he's not a Lachlan will be his own. receiver. Yeah. Lachlan will be the receiver. I think, too, Vance's isn't it? five kids will be on defense. I love it. I think it. I saw something. Isn't it the first time, or isn't Georgia and Ohio State only played once in history, too? I think it's something think really it's low. Only, like only the second time they played. Yeah. And they played in a bowl game in the 90s. That was the only Yes. Time. I remember that. I think. Or at least the first time since then. Something like that, yeah. Um, so uh, I just, yeah. I, I, so I don't, I think Axel's on his pee break already, but I'm going to give Axel two assignments. He's got to watch that Peach Bowl between Georgia and Ohio State. And, of course, he has to watch the Pinstripe Bowl tomorrow <laughs> between Minnesota and Syracuse. The other game of the week. <laughs> and I believe Ando, you said you had some stats on the page. Yes, I've got, well, I, I had to at this point. It's around the Couch Bowl three. I've been featured oh. in every damn one of these games. I think so. I'm 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 starting to get. I don't know. Somebody else needs to take a turn here. So, yeah. The uh, oh, and I did look it up. It is only the second meeting between Georgia and Ohio State. It was a. You're right. It was a bowl game in 1993, which Georgia won. Yep. So, cool. go for Syracuse. They've played five times in the past. Gophers lead the series three to two, but Syracuse won the last game, which was also the only time they've ever met in a bowl game and in the Texas Bowl. Um, the current athletic director at Minnesota was hired away from Syracuse. He That's hired right. both the coaches, PJ Fleck and Dino Babbers, from Syracuse. So he's hired both coaches, which is kind of weird. Gophers have won five straight bowl games. It's the second longest active streak behind Alabama. It's Syracuse's first bowl game in four years. The uh, D.C. defensive coordinator for Syracuse is a Minnesota native. Um, let's see. Syracuse's leading rusher, who was third in the ACC, Sean Tucker, and left yeah. tackle Matt Bergeron have opted out for the NFL draft. Um, Some Mo, bitches. Mo Ibrahim needs 58 yards, rushing yards, to become the all-time career leader and rushing yards for Minnesota, which Minnesota has had some great running backs over the years, so that's a kind of a big deal around here. Um, he also played against... Syracuse's leading tackler, Marlo Wax, in high school in Baltimore, which I thought was kind of crazy. Gophers hmm. are fifth in the country in total yards allowed. So they, they've got a good defense, but it's the, the key is can they actually score? Because Minnesota is favored by 11. So I, I don't know if they, they can outscore them by 11. I'm, I, I think the Gophers are going to win, but I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, that, that the spread went up. It was 10 yesterday when I was looking at it. And then, you know, I was just going to take Syracuse in the points, be like, all right. But then I was like, and then I did, I was looking, I'm like, I don't think Tucker's going to play, is he? He's going to probably be a second round pick or, you know, one of the top five running backs taken. And then I forgot about Bergeron. And then 
there's so many people transfer. I don't know. I they I think they're still playing, but I know my boy Deuce Chestnut Corner. He's tran he went into the transfer portal. This transfer portal thing is like crazy. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, you know, all of these players transferring. It's it's nuts. Well, but I hopefully it'll be oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, oh, I was gonna fine. say I think too part of it why the spread is going up a little bit. The, I don't have the exact number, but the gophers have like 15 or 16 guys that have this is their fifth season. So, I mean, it, they are a senior, a lot of seniors playing and super seniors. And with that COVID, they have to play mm. an extra year. So they're, they have, they're, they're kind of an old, not older team, but they've got a lot of, a lot of senior leadership, which I think that, that yeah. will benefit them. And Cuse, we had a lot of injuries towards the end of the year. I mean, it was bad. It was brutal. We lost so many defensive players. And so, well, you know, hopefully it'll be a good game. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of think Minnesota will take this. Um, I, you know, sometimes you don't know what to expect, like the way our seasons were with our teams and then give them three, four weeks off. And then you're like, Uh what's going to, you know, so I'm hoping, I wish it would, there'd be a snowstorm and we'd have one of those games, but that um, would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It'll, it'll, either way, it's, it's always fun when the teams are in a bowl game. So even if it's not a marquee game, so. And it's 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 actually pretty cool that our two schools are playing each other because we can't I know we can't compete with Brett's school so we got to take them where we can get them. We can just compete with Axel's Rutgers. That's about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but no, it's good. I'm 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 you know I just I'm happy to be in a bowl game. And for those who say bowl games don't matter, watch these games. These kids. I mean, I know for business purposes, a lot of them opt out now for to get ready for the draft. Fine, it's understandable. But like, I just, I love the bowl games and especially when your team makes one. I mean, I mean, we made the Fiesta Bowl with Donovan McNabb. That was like our last really big bowl we made. Um, uh, but, you know, we've done some Music City Bowls and some, you know, uh-huh, stuff yes. like that. But I'll, I'll take the damn pinstripe bowl. Why not? Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's a bowl. It's still a bowl game. And that's still, I mean, I, I suffered through plenty of Gophers years in the 90s where they weren't anywhere near a bowl game. So that's... Yeah. I'm always, I'd like to do better, but I'll still take the bowl game. Yeah. Like you're saying how much the kids care. I was just watching uh, before this pod, the Liberty bowl between Arkansas and Kansas. (laughs) And that was an insane game where Arkansas was up 38 to 13 in the third quarter. Kansas scores 25 unanswered points. 38 all goes to overtime goes to triple overtime where they do the uh, dumb two-point conversion shootout thing. Yeah. And anyway, Arkansas uh, goes up 55-53. Kansas has a chance to tie it, and they do this kind of trick play thing. The running back uh, has the ball, has an option, and decides to kind of throw it, and he throws it too far. And, like, the kids on the field just collapse and are distraught while Arkansas celebrating. I mean, you could just see, like, the emotion and, and how much they poured into that game. So you know, there's a lot of exciting games. Uh, for yeah, that's, sure. what, that's what makes the bowl games awesome. I mean, yeah, because you can see the heart. That's, yeah. that's part of why I love college football, because you get that sometimes in the NFL, but you get that a lot in games that really in the grand scheme of things don't, I mean, most people aren't going to remember that game 10 years from now, but those kids are all going to remember that. And it's, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the best part of bowl games. I think we'll remember it from, from the love seat, baby. We won't forget that game. Um, And uh, yeah, Texas tech upset 
Ole Miss, 42 to 25. Uh, you know, Duke beat UCF 30 to 13 earlier. And what an amazing comeback. The Oregon-North Carolina game, 28-27. Oregon pulls Whoa. it out. I didn't know they came back and won that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they came back and won, which leads me, Brett, to the craziness that is your damn freaking football pool that's got me sucked in. I'm freaking doing data entry and different things, like a crazy list. Anybody who's listening, Heath is pissed off, but he's leading. He's first. He's in first place in this pool, and he's ranting and raving. Yes, because, I'm a, because I know I'm going to give it up. I know I'm going to give it up, but it's fun, hey. Well, I, I had a guy... I had a guy who did, I think it was actually, he's from Wisconsin, I believe. Maybe that's, that's too bad. It, yeah, I know. Uh, or maybe Minnesota. I can't remember. I think it's Wisconsin. But anyway, he used to do the poll where you do the confidence. And he oh, didn't, they're yeah. not doing it this year. And I got so upset. And then I forgot I was on Brett's pool chain. So I'm like, all right. So it's, it's talk to me, Goose. To confidence, but you only pick 10. So the pool is you pick 10 bowl games that you like that you feel confident in the team uh, that's going to win. And the points you get is the margin of victory. And that's the whole pool. Except smart. smart. If, the, if the team you pick loses, then you lose the points equal to the margin of defeat. So you're rolling the dice, you know, with every pick. So Heath is in first place. He has 94 points. He's 14 points ahead of second place right now, who Andy is tied for second with 80 points. However, Heath has already picked uh, nine of the 10 teams that he selected have already played. So he only has one more opportunity to gain points, and that game is the Tulane-USC game, the Cotton Bowl, uh, on January 2nd. Heath is the only one to pick Tulane. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that have picked USC. Not that wow. But, and you know that, what, I, Heath, I will tell you this. If Tulane wins that game and you you were ballsy enough to pick them, you deserve to win this pool. That is a ballsy <laughs> pick. That is a ballsy pick. I, went for, I go for the gusto, you know. But uh, until then. Heath has to just sit and see if anybody passes him by because basically every day you're going to have people going up and down on the leaderboard based on their own picks. So also that LSU-Purdue game, the Citrus Bowl, I think is played at the same time as the Cotton Bowl. Oh, that's a big LSU. Everyone has LSU. Those are the two swing games. Unless something crazy happens where like – one, the guys, you know, that are fighting for my spot, like if, if if they win by like 30 or something, you know, that that could cinch it. But it really comes down. It's going to come down to those two games probably, right? I think it will come down to that time slot there on January 2nd. Mm. Mm. My big game, I need UCLA to, to have a nice game because I think I'm – I don't think many people took UCLA, so. UCLA, from what I'm hearing uh, – they, they, uh, Pittsburgh's got like nobody playing, so you should get a romp. Yeah, in that game. Oh. Yeah, no one picked Pittsburgh, and uh, I think nine people picked UCLA. Oh, so more than I more than I thought then, but still close enough. Close. I'm within striking distance. That's, that's all a I want to be. That's a, that's a good swing swing game for you, I think. Yep. Sure. 
Yep, sure is. So that's been a lot of fun, and we don't need to talk about how I'm doing. We just need <laughs> Man, to talk. Charlie Manson's music is... Uh... <laughs> Munson music is... Oh, May sorry, sorry, Munson. Uh, 27th place out of 33 people. Not doing too good. I'm two and two, but I'm negative 31. And that's another thing. So Heath is eight and one. Andy is seven and one. And we still have four people that are undefeated. So we need them to lose. Yeah. I want that 50 bucks. Consolation prize. (laughs) (laughs) So I can buy Brett uh, Drake London jersey. Nice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's probably how much they cost. Well, a little more than that, but I got a guy who knows a guy who knows uh-huh. a guy. Nice. Axel, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, he's PP is done. I'm so, late. Brett has an assignment for you. You need to hear it. Okay, hit me. All right, two assignments. Tomorrow, you have to watch the pinstripe ball. Okay. Between Minnesota and Syracuse. Ooh. What time? It 11 a.m. 11 a.m. ESPN. Ooh, okay. So you I might can, want to DVR that. that. Okay. And then New Year's Eve at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, Georgia versus Ohio State, the semifinal matchup in the Peach Bowl. Nice. Okay. I usually watch the uh, college playoffs. Okay. And in that case, the Michigan TCU game is going to be, I think, 1 p.m. Pacific that day. All right. Is that the early game? Early semi? Yes. Yeah. The okay. First. Yeah. The, the TCU Michigan game is first. Let's go TCU. Let's go TCU. Let's go. All right. I'm down. All right, fellas. Sounds fun. Right. I've got some college football to watch. We've all got some great NFL to watch. This has been a fantastic podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to say solo? Nope. Okay, Brent. <laughs> You know, I'm just kind of looking forward to uh, the playoffs. My team's not in it, but it's always fun. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. NFL playoffs are always a blast. So it'll be fun. Andrew. I am just excited for another really fun podcast we just did. And I'm even more excited to watch football again this week. And I can't wait to see. The Vikings and Patrick Peterson make Aaron Rodgers yell at all of his teammates all Sunday afternoon when they whip the Packers at Lambeau. So, damn, damn, all right. confidence. Well, I just have to say, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Mike fucking White, save us, <laughs> save us, Mike. And also, Solo wants to say, welcome to East New York. That's it, baby. That's it. it.